Stephen, do you think it's weird that All Hallows Eve is more popular than All Hallows Day? Yeah. Like it's weird, right? Like Halloween is All Hallows Eve. Uh -huh. We celebrate that. It all leads up to that. But it's the eve of the actual, like, I guess, holiday, quote unquote. You're blowing my mind right now. Nobody talks about November 1st. That's what you're, that's, you're worried about it. If it's being left out. Well, I just think it's odd. It's like if Christmas Eve was way uh -huh. more popular than Christmas Day, and, which honestly I'd, I'd be down for. <laughs> but um, but it's like Christmas Day would come and go. Like it would not even be acknowledged at all. Other than be like, oh my God, I eat so many fucking, so much junk food or whatever, <laughs> you know? I eat so many. <laughs> so, so much uh, oh my uh, God. junk food. Siri was trying to chime in there. Um, Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's weird, right? Like, it's the eve of an actual holiday, but we don't we don't ever talk about it. Like, once Halloween is over, and honestly, like, for me, I'm an old man. Uh -huh. I'm like, okay, these people are done trick-or-treating our houses by 8 o'clock. You know, let's just fucking go to bed, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you like to get in there early. Um, yeah. Man, I don't know. I've never thought about All Hallows Day. I didn't. Is that a, mm -hmm. is that really what it's called? Is that a thing? It would have to be, right? Oh because, wow, there uh -oh. is an All Hallows Day. Yeah, it is a Christian holiday. That's why we don't celebrate it, right? Oh, uh, we celebrate okay. the, the Devil's Eve. The Devil's Eve. The de <laughs> Come to the store, and get some Devil's Eve. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, an honor. Uh, it says to honor all the saints of the church. So, yeah, that's definitely not something I'm going to look forward to. Hmm. I don't even know any saints. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I went to school with some. Uh, oh, really? But, yeah, then they went all marching in, and I was like, well, I guess <laughs> they never came out. So And you're not a follower. Weird. Yeah, you know, so you I'm just them. like, that's smart. yeah, I'm a little bit of a heretic, I guess you could yeah. say. Um, interesting. I, yeah, I do like, um, it says that it, that like All Hallows Eve begins the observance of All Hallow Tide. One word, All Hallow Tide. Oh. Uh-huh. Which is the Hallowmas season. Hallowmas? Uh-huh. Or the what? or the Hallow Tide or the All Hallow Tide. This is so fascinating. Are you excited? Well, this is not as exciting as I was hoping it would be. I, I, Basically, so all, yeah. If Christmas is is religion, but it's also like we've removed it and replaced Jesus with Santa Claus, so you and I can celebrate mm -hmm. that, right? Okay. Your favorite, obviously. Obviously, um, yeah. This is also like a Christian holiday, so you and I wouldn't celebrate that, but we're going to celebrate up to the night before and watch as That's many horror movies as we can to get there. I never, ex I never knew this though. Yeah, I just did it because it was fun. I got candy, mm -hmm. and it's fun to watch people die. I guess I don't know why, but so it's, it's fun. Jesus is Santa Claus, and also candy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, it's it's the three no, parts. But yes. Jesus, Santa Claus, and candy. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. That's the Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, you can worship whichever one you want. Mm -hmm. I suppose. And I'm going to worship candy. Yeah. Because this guy's got a sweet tooth. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, I mean, anytime you imbibe a Reese's peanut butter cup, oh, you know, uh -huh. that's not to say it doesn't, was it like transubstantiate, transmutate, transform? Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's a Jesus. 
Man. Yeah. I, if, okay, give me, permit me this real quick. Okay. If Jesus were to be a Power Rangers villain, mm-hmm. and they get together and make a Zord to fight him, do you think that in his monstrous, hum- like, huge form, that he would uh, take the cross he was carrying and that would be his weapon? What would, what would Jesus' weapon be? 100%. It would actually be this thing where he is still stapled to that cross. Oh, no. But to it's a cannon, so to fire it, <laughs> he has to, like, bend over, turn around, and, and launch a laser out of the bottom of it. Well, I really feel like we're going to hell now. If we were That's before. Right. Hey, you know what? That's where they got all that good candy, brother. <laughs> Ooh, this one has razor blades in it. Ooh, my oh, favorite. Mm. <laughs> I love this. I uh, Yeah, I feel like this could be a thing um, mm-hmm. that we should explore. For We should, like, I don't know who you write to give him a Power Rangers villain, but I think this is a good idea. I don't think it'll offend anybody. No, how could it? Yeah. That's like, what... Are you even watching Power Rangers? Then don't worry about it, you know? So, I do think that uh, this is a solid plan. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how it could backfire at all. <laughs> backfire? That's what Jesus does. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, there you go. That's his, that's his attack. He says backfire, turns around, <laughs> spreads him, fires his cannon. Mm-hmm. Right from the cannon, wow. Yep. What a look. And I do like the idea that it would be like Jesus... As as a human, but uh-huh. it would still be a costume, like a full body costume, like the the Power Rangers oh, villains, okay. like the classic villains, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so it would be like a Japanese person wearing, essentially, a white face costume, uh, with a Jesus. So it would be like a padded white person face. It would almost oh, look man. like one of the white chicks <laughs> came to life oh my God. as a costume. Yeah, I like this. You know what I'm saying? That's the like, most believable costumes out there, of course. I think so, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Need to get that makeup person over here, stat. Honestly, it like fooled so many people. Yeah. The white chicks costumes. In, in the movie, in the sure. Movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In real life? Yeah. Do they look <laughs> scary as hell? Yeah. Which favorite <laughs> scary movie? White chicks. White chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Why are their eyes so blue? It's weird. Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I think after all of that, uh, we should just jump into this. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where Steven has allergies and hates himself. Well, what else is new, you know? <laughs> <It's right. laughs> so I just wanted to mention that at the, at the top of the show here. I had a lot of clicks and pauses last episode, and I think I will have that again today because Houston is experiencing our first cool weather. It got down to the 50s yesterday. Damn, wow. It felt pretty great, uh, and it finally feels like fall. We're recording this on October 17th. Only took that long for it to get kind of cool. But uh, with mm-hmm. that front came a lot more allergies for Steven, so we, uh, yeah, I've been having a fun morning. So just in case mm-hmm. you hear some sniffles, I apologize, but uh, we'll get through it. So the cold weather brings on the allergies? Or is it just like <laughs> the, the the changing of the weather? I feel like it's the changing of the weather because either way it mm-hmm. goes. Sometimes it had gotten, we had a, a quote-unquote cool front a few weeks ago as well, but it didn't really get cool. Yeah, it felt nicer. But mm-hmm. um, it's just like when that weather changes and then after that one we had like more warm air come in and that uh, kind of threw everything off. Anytime there's mm-hmm. like those come together and they produce a storm, you know, it's like if I hear like rain or storms coming because of a front, I'm like, fuck, tomorrow morning's going to be awful. And I'll wake up and immediately just start sneezing. Like it's instant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I love sleeping, because then I can just not sneeze. 
Yeah. Not sniffle, or if you do, you, you know? don't have to worry about it. You yeah. Know? I did actually wake up in the middle of the night uh, the other day and sneeze at like three o'clock in the morning. It was really jarring. Mm-hmm. It's like I was in the middle of a dream and it was like, oh, I got to oh. sneeze. And I woke up sneezing and I was like, what the fuck? It's like, this is not this is not fun. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it did get me one time. The Freddy Krueger of sneezes got me. <laughs> Freddy sneezes. That's how he gets you. He's <laughs> an old man, too. You know, he's just like, uh, I guess I'll make this this guy sneeze or something. Oh, I don't know, I'm tired. I'm old. I'm tired. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. They're always running around. I can't run anymore. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But, um, yeah, I think this will be a good show, though, because uh, we're finally, after all this time, getting to talk about a movie that we were waiting for for so long, uh, mm-hmm. Halloween Kills. Yes, so, yes. I know that there are uh, a lot of opinions online. I haven't read a lot of them, but I've read a few of them, and I mm-hmm. am very interested to get my opinions out there to you, Brent, in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested to hear yours today. But first off, you had some mm-hmm. other stuff you wanted to mention that you had consumed. Is that well, correct? Do you want to talk about the uh, the trailers that that no. dropped this? Okay. Well, yeah. No wait. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I okay. changed my mind. You were right. We uh-huh. did talk about that. Um, yeah, there were two awesome uh, horror trailers that came out recently that we need to talk about. So um, the f- yeah. Do you want to start with the black phone since we talked about that poster? Oh recently? yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't know much about this. I follow Cargill on Twitter, and he's really a fun guy and. Like, uh, he gives good writing advice and everything, and he's co-writer of this with Scott Derrickson, and uh, this is kind of their return to horror, and um, so yeah, they released the trailer finally for The Black Phone. I only knew, like, little pieces of what the story was about. I knew Ethan Hawke was a villain. I know his mask from the poster was, like, really creepy. Um, I knew it involved, like, little kids that he kidnapped or something, but that's pretty much all I knew, and uh, the trailer looked, I thought, pretty fucking great and um, scared the hell out of my wife. I showed her the trailer after I watched it. She was all cuddled up. We were watching horror movies. And uh, for the most part, she's cool with horror movies. It didn't really scare her that much. But uh, that trailer did, man. She kept, like, screaming and kept, like, pulling the blanket over her eyes and stuff. So uh, it was pretty effective, I think. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this. It looks pretty badass. Yeah. I thought it looked good. The uh, the mask that... Is it Ethan Hawke? Is that right? Yeah. I always, I always confuse him with, like, Josh, Josh Hartnett for whatever reason. Oh, interesting. Ethan yeah. Hartnett. Yeah. Josh Hart, Hartman. Eric Cartman? Huh. <laughs> You're right. They all, they're all the same. <laughs> it is all the same. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the mask that he wears is creepy. The, uh, yeah. the scene where the kid has to like go upstairs and, and, and try to like put in that combination lock as he's just like napping in that chair, which is psychopathic anyway. If you find out someone oh, is like sleeping in a chair like that. In their kitchen? Like it's one thing weird. for a recliner. Yeah. But to like a hard ass chair. Slumped over. Like, I, I, yeah. No, no. It's like kid, you're done for. There's nothing you can do. If you can afford a basement to kidnap children into, I think you can afford a mattress on the floor, buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just like butt it up against that door. I guess I don't know. Yeah, whatever. May work. Look, design. We're already poking poking holes in this plot. Um, I hope Cargill. Yeah. (laughs) Feels this and yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, makes the adjustments. That's true. For uh, whenever the movie comes out, when does this come out? It's uh, not this year, right? No, it comes out next year. And um, I saw he he had a good response from the trailer, and he was really excited and thanking everybody online again because he's just a real nice guy. And uh, he was like, I, "I hear people want this earlier. I get it, but um, there's so much that was delayed because of COVID that like the movie schedule now is just jam packed all the time. 
like mm-hmm. through next year. And so he's like, there's literally not nowhere else to put it in the calendar. But also that means we have a lot of great shit coming out soon. So uh, yeah. I think it's like March, uh, something it, like that. February 4th. And yeah, uh, March 4th. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Uh, LTAS Canon there. Yeah. Look, it could get pushed back. We don't know. We don't know. But uh, as uh, Google tells me here, uh, February 4th of yeah, 2022, cool. um, Scott Derrickson from uh, Doctor Strange, and uh, I guess he's directed some other movies. This is going to be his first horror movie from what I understand. Oh, sure. Uh, and that's based on zero research or <laughs> knowledge. Um, oh, uh, let's see. No, they did Sinister Sin- together, yeah. Oh, okay. That was their uh, other look- horror movie. Looks like this is an adaptation of a short story of the same name by Joe Hill. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm holding off on reading the short story because I think uh, the trailer is yeah, like won me over for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were going to. You I was going to. But I was like, oh, the movie's coming out. Well, I don't want to yeah. be spoiled. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I'm kind of sold on the trailer and it looks cool. It looks like there's like a the phone is like disconnected, but it keeps getting all these calls from like the other kids that had been there and they had found out things and they're trying to help him. And then his his friend on the outside is having dreams about him. And it's like, I don't know what's going to go happen with it. Like, it seems kind of supernatural in, in some sort of way, but also, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a normal story, like a normal, like child, you know, kidnapper and killer story as well. So mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Hawke, I think looks great in it. The mask looks fucking creepy on screen. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that one to come out. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he like, has all that shit fall out of his van or whatever. And he's like, Hey, can you help me out? Do you want to see a magic trick? I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) He's going to show me dick. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Run. He's so, uh, it's so fascinating to me in a, in a morbid way, obviously that like any, Mm -hmm. any kid or like all kinds of people get kidnapped and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, like in real life, I feel like, you might come to a situation and be kind of scared because you're like, well, on a movie, this would happen. But in real life, it hardly happens. Like, you feel mm-hmm. like until you get kidnapped or murdered, like, nothing yeah. like that has happened to you or whatever, unless you also mm-hmm. know someone that it has happened to. And so, like, sometimes I'm like, well, would I really react to that? Would I just think this is a dude who dropped his eggs and be nice to him? You know, but would I also be that kid? And mm-hmm. then you just get roped into it. Like, he, he looked so charming and so you know, innocent or whatever. He's like, Oh, he's a magician. But to us, it's like, there's a van, there's balloons in it. Don't get with mm-hmm. that guy. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're just walking along and someone drops their groceries, like I'm certainly helping them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get kidnapped is basically what I'm saying. I am <laughs> way too trusting with people that drop their groceries. Yeah. Well, you see balloons. You're like, Oh, he's part of the balloon universe. You know, I love it, balloons up, you know, yeah. The up movie, guy, it, it, would he yeah. kidnap you? I mean, he kind of kidnapped that kid. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, he did. He took him to a different country. Huh. Let's see. Uh, it's breaking international Pennywise laws. Kidnapped Georgie Ann, you know, ate him, you know. Oh, him. Um, wow. Huh. Wow. Kind of okay. makes you rethink of that a little bit. Yeah. I think I'd still go with him, though. I'd yeah. Still, like, this guy can't even carry eggs. I, I should go take him home with him. He seems senile. Everyone loves an adventure. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> basements. I love basements. Oh, <laughs> man. You locked the door on me. Should have seen that coming. Damn. That's gonna be well, me. you know what? This is on me. This is on me. This is on my yeah. <laughs> Fool <Damn> me <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other trailer that came out is for a movie in a long-running franchise that is near and dear to your heart. Um, That's right. My little The movie's pony. called Scream. Steven, the movie's called Scream. Just Scream. Just Scream. How do we feel about that, Brent? How do we feel about that? I don't that? like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Yep. If it were a reboot, that'd be one thing, but it's not. Uh-huh. This is like the fifth movie in this continuing series, right? 
Like, it's not like... Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you okay here? You, you, you it will, I tried to unmute my microphone. I had to sniff. I tried to unmute it like five times. I kept trying to talk and it just wouldn't go. And you were trying to stall. That was great. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it through this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I, okay, so... From what I've heard from the directors of this who directed Ready or Not, so I do have some faith in them because I like oh, that movie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the new cast members and stuff in here. Um, they're from other like properties that I like and everything. Um, so they look good. The old cast members come back. They all look good, especially Nev Campbell. She looks smoking hot, as always. And um, yeah, but then I thought, like Halloween 2018, I thought this would be sort of a, a reboot cool. And one thing um, I was telling Amanda, my wife, about with the Scream series, because we're such big fans of that, that was like the Friday the 13th movies, it's like following Jason. And every time, every movie is like a new group of people that Jason is fighting. And Mm -hmm. then Freddy is always like fighting new people. Like people come back, but for the most part, it's, you know, like just people fighting. Like there's like new groups of people, whatever. You're you're following the killer, essentially. Scream, the killer always changes. And you're following these people. And there's like the same three people, essentially. Mm-hmm. I realized like versus other movies that um, this one, they like they kind of do, done soft reboots in a lot of things like the Halloween series, especially has like multiple reboots of things like H2O kind of threw away the rest of the sequels that went in a weird way. And they're like, oh, let's just do this new thing with some of the movies like Halloween one and two. And then H2O mm-hmm. is kind of a trilogy. And now the new ones are doing that, you know, with just one. And then the Halloween Halloween kills Halloween ends. And I thought with them renaming it Scream alone and not mm-hmm. Scream 5 that I was really hoping they would do like a reboot cool and change some things. Like what if this movie was a direct sequel to Scream and they're right. saying Screams 2, 3, and 4 never happened and what would have happened in the meantime or whatever. And I, I was really hoping that like uh, Randy, who died in Scream 2, I was hoping that he would like come back. And, like, what oh, if he'd yeah. been alive the whole time? Because he was really a fun character or whatever, right? So I was, mm-hmm. like, I was really hoping that something like that could change, that they would have, like, it would change things up from what we know. But they're also, like, really, they, they keep talking about, like, from Nev Campbell to the directors, they're so, like, respectful of Wes and his creation and, uh, you know, him making these movies. He made all four of the original movies, and so they're like, we don't want to throw that away. So that's, I feel like they're mm-hmm. almost, like, too respectful in that way. Like, I don't really like four. Three's kind of bleh. Uh, two is fun and everything, but it's like, I'd also like uh, change it up. Like you can do whatever you want. And I was expecting with them titling it that way that they were going to do that, but it just seems like a straight sequel. Like from everything in the trailer, it was like, Oh, this is just scream five. They just Mm -hmm. didn't want to call it that for some reason. And that really threw me off more than, than anything, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, uh, for the Halloween movies at this point, there's Halloween, Halloween, and then Halloween kills followed by Halloween ends. So, Mm. It's like a, a a weird naming thing. I don't like it. Yeah. Hollywood, why are you doing this? Well, what, how does that... How, how, <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> it's really fucking frustrating. I also thought the other day they announced the title for uh, the new Spider-Man animated. So the first one is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and the new one is Spider-Man mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But I know... I've I've said it in, in passing, and I know a lot of other people have just referred to that movie as like Spider-Verse, like to say right. it quickly. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, so now you just changed like into to a cross and that Mm -hmm. kind of like shifts how we can even talk about it. Like we can't do a shorthand now. We're going to have to call it into to be differentiated from the next one. Um, So it's like they just want like everything to be as close as the original title as possible. And it just makes it way more confusing to talk about. 
I saw a picture of that like new logo on Twitter somewhere, and it took me a second to realize that there was anything different. I was like, oh, are they just like reminiscing about the movie from a few years back? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no. they Okay, yeah, they changed a word in that title. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, so, yeah, that'll be interesting uh, for Mm -hmm. that one. And then, uh, yeah, with Scream, I just thought, you know, the trailer I thought looked looked good. I'm I hated four so much and I've tried to revisit it in the last few years and I still hated it. And so I feel mm-hmm. like this one had it made me think of that one more than the other original three. And so mm-hmm. that makes me kind of worried. But I'm hopeful with these new directors and they have said that we haven't even seen anything like they showed so many people get attacked in the trailer. But it kind mm-hmm. of like people like are speculating online like it was that shot specifically for the trailers to throw people off. They're always so secretive on the Scream films about the scripts and, like, holding off who's the killer so they don't get leaked because they've had problems with that in the past. Um, so one of the rumors going around is that Scream 2022 will have a reboot of the Stab movies, the movies within the movies, and that oh. some of the scenes and the characters that we've seen in the trailer were from Stab and not from Scream. So they're going to be, like, within the movie. And so they're like, maybe everything is, like, all topsy-turvy. We don't know what's going on, really, you know? Mm-hmm. So I am... Still, like, hopeful that the trailer didn't reveal a whole lot of anything at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, it could really be a cool story. Like, they're kind of skewering the reboots and reboot quills, I guess, in it. And so I'm like, if they do it well, that could be really cool. They could do it really poorly, though, too. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I think that's what I what I like about that original Scream movie is that it was, like, meta, right? So if they have some type of commentary on reboots and yeah. that type of thing, um, I'd be down for that. I'd watch that. I would not be happy about the title. I'd be like, you yeah. should have called this something you different. Hold your hands over your, over your chest the whole time and a pout. Yeah. 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 But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be cool um, if they're skewing that kind of stuff. Part four, they were skewering like, do you remember part four? Have you seen that one? I've seen it. I do not remember anything other okay. than uh, that uh, Emma Roberts is in it. Yeah, right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. have like a guy who has like a, a headset camera on all the time. And so they're like, they're oh, skewering like yeah. sort of found footage stuff a little bit, but mm-hmm. also like just like newer horror like i don't know like streaming things or whatever that was kind of it was kind of a early that movie was kind of early for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but i never thought it landed that well um yeah. so it's like it depends on how well they're gonna skewer or whatever like part three is kind of skewering hollywood as a whole but that was like a weird choice because they were never in hollywood in the other movies they're just like in northern california and then they're like, oh, we're in Hollywood, and and it's like w- almost too meta of the industry itself, and the, it's like, who was wanting yeah. this? Um, we would like to skewer horror movies that we've seen when we rented it, you know, at Blockbuster. We don't want to like mm-hmm. skewer the place that made it. That made no sense. Part four yeah. then goes and tries this other thing that I'm like, nah, none of that really landed either. And uh, yeah. so part five, it's like maybe they could do really well with it, but mm-hmm. I just don't know. So I'm holding yeah. that hope, but the trailer didn't maybe like run out and be like, I got to go find this movie. I got to steal it online. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it comes out in January. Yeah. So we'll have this. And then, uh, a few weeks later we'll have the black the phone, black but I I'll, I'll tell you now, if I find out that whoever is Ghostface this time uh-huh. is a person that is older than us, I'm going to be pissed because <laughs> at the beginning of this trailer, uh-huh. it shows that somebody is like accessing, this this girl's home using the like um oh the, uh, the apps and the, stuff like bluetooth locks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, that type of thing i'm like no 
I have to interact with old people on a regular basis at my day job and I have to like explain to them how to use their own phones yeah. and they're pissed off about it. Yeah. So like there, there's got to be like an age limit to where oh, I like that. Know, whomever that might be. This person is not over 32. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's no. why no. people like and that's the thing. The trailer is getting people talking. That's fun. Um, people already thinking it's Jack Quaid. But I think he's going to be mm-hmm. red herring. I don't think it's going to be Jack Quaid. Um, mm-hmm. He's from the boys. And uh, I like that dude. But um, he's one of the new cast members. That's cool. But yeah, we'll see as it goes along. I, I do like some of the, the things they're playing with there. They talk about it's like he's going after like original people, like like family members of the original killers. And so okay. it's all going to be different than original movies were. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm holding that hope. It'll be good, though. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, Stephen, I have uh, over the past week, I've plunged myself, my body and my brain into some horror stuff Ugh, I love uh, it. that I want to talk about real quick before we get into any of that stuff. I do want to mention uh, that like Sirius XM channel 104 is doing Scream Radio, I guess, up oh. through Halloween. Uh-huh. So uh, but I, I think there are a lot of services doing that. Like iHeartRadio has something similar. If you just like search Halloween and whatever, like radio uh service you subscribe to if you do um there should be uh like a whole channel of like stuff they cycle through sure i put this on at work the other day i have a little radio that i can plug my phone into i was like well i'll listen to this for a little bit and i did it through uh sirius xm and it was just like background like horror noises or whatever uh-huh. it's like oh this is not wait like ghosts this is gonna and be goblins like, like yeah it's like just yeah it's just like spooky sounds uh-huh. or whatever it's like well i'm not gonna I'm going to sit here and listen to this. Um, like, <laughs> this bank is the, haunted. <laughs> yeah. The the week before, I tried that on iHeartRadio, and they had some, like, actual music, but it was real, like, janky. Um, yeah. It was, like, I, I expected to hear the Monster Mash, and I did hear that, but it was just, like, anything that sounded like it could be evil was in there. Like, the Imagine Dragon song Demons was, was played. And it was, like, this is not about monsters. This is, like... Like inner demons. This is like totally different. So it's anything with like. Or oh, are they the same? Is no, it's totally different. <laughs> no, it's different. I can't go sign on that. That's the thing is like anytime I stumble upon like a Halloween playlist, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's there's like 10 songs that everybody puts on things. Like mm-hmm. I'll put a spell on you. Yeah. And thriller. And thriller and the Monster yeah. Mash. And then there's like people try to make other things work. But I'm like, you can't make a Halloween playlist like longer than 45 minutes. Tops. You can't. No. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And people try, but there's some weird shit out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we uh, pass out candy this year, I might pull up this Sirius XM uh, station and let that play in the background yeah. uh, as that's happening because uh, that's that's kind of really all I would need that for. But I did think it was cool that they offer that, you know, yeah, right special on. channels. Um, in addition to that, I watched and finished a show on Netflix called Squid Game. Now I was telling you about this uh, via right. text that I was I was watching this. Have you seen any of it? I okay. I have not seen any of it. I haven't seen a uh, trailer for it. Um, okay. I literally know it's called Squid Game, and it looks really bright. Mm-hmm. It's from South Korea. Oh yeah. A third thing you know now. That's three things. That I basically have seen the show. Uh huh. It's the holy trinity of things to yeah. to know about Squid Game. Oh, good. Should yeah. I should I even listen to what you're going to say then? Probably not. All right. I'm going to turn off my ears, but everybody else listen to Brent. Okay, sure. So um, this is not really a horror show, but it is like murder filled. Ooh, okay. Um, It's about uh, this this, uh, guy. And forgive me. I don't. These are all names that are like foreign to me. So I don't know 
any of them. Uh, the, the players in the show are assigned numbers, but um, that's good because that allows me to uh, to talk about them. Um, but only if you've seen it, will that make any sense? So I'll say there's there's a lead character that we follow. He's a, a dad. He's uh, like down on his luck. He likes to gamble. Uh, he's an addict more or less because he does like spend his money as, as soon as he oh, yeah. has it. And then he like tries to get more. He tries to uh, access his mom's uh, bank account using an ATM by like guessing her pin number and all this stuff. It's, it's real. Not not a. a uh, perfectly like stand-up guy but he is uh at his heart like good gotcha. he has a daughter uh with his ex-wife that he's trying to bond with but um it, it just doesn't she doesn't work gamble. out great he yeah she doesn't gamble yeah. so they don't really have a lot in common they can <laughs> hang out you know but um he like he he uh yeah he doesn't really have like money to buy or anything so he like borrows some money and like goes to this uh, claw machine thing that uh, a kid helps him win there's a, a funny thing here where he like wins a prize doesn't see what it is until he like gives it to his daughter over dinner at this restaurant and she opens it up and it, it looks like a handgun <laughs> he like bought her a handgun <laughs> and she Every picks it up and she she immediately pulls the trigger and it freaks him out but it turns out it's a lighter that looks like a handgun oh, nice and he's like uh, Do you like it? <laughs> before, before that, he was like, oh, yeah, this is so you can protect yourself later on. And then she, like, finds out as a lighter. It's like, um, you know, and then also you can um, light candles with it or whatever. Like, it's, it's kind of funny, the the show. Um, you can, yeah, light cigarettes like a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, just to, like, move the, the, the idea of the plot forward, he he meets this guy in a, a subway. They play this this uh, game and uh, where if the this the our, our guy that we're following if he wins he wins like a shitload of money whereas if the other guy wins he essentially gets to like punch him oh so they play for such a long time <laughs> this guy gets his fucking ass handed to him over and over again but he does finally win once and he gets this money right he's like i did it that's the <laughs> yeah yeah it's all worth it it's all worth yeah. it the 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 guy who gives him the money also gives him this card with these three shapes on it. it's like a circle a square and a triangle Ugh. and he can call this number if he wants to play like a serious game or whatever so he ends up doing that he gets taken to this place with all these other people it's like 456 people all together and if you watch the trailer for this, uh, it will show you how murderous it can be. But gotcha. essentially, all these players, they go out into this this field. There's this giant robot girl who uh, they're playing red light, green light with. So it's like the, the childhood game where uh -huh. uh, you approach the person uh, when they say green light. When they say red light, you have to stop. Now, if the players don't stop, they get murdered oh, man. by guns and death. So death kills him. Wow. Death. Plot twist. Death kills them. <laughs> it's Final Destination Eight. Whatever. Well, <laughs> it's it's Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey oh, Two. Oh. Yeah. So it's a sequel to a sequel. I like that. Mm -hmm. It does look like that kind of style. He likes to play games. We know this from yeah. seeing the movie. You know. Yeah. It's all right there. Does he play Twister with him? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But um, it's it's essentially that for the duration of the show right however there are little like things in between we get to meet some new characters along the way there are some twists and turns um one thing i liked about this show is that i believe it's the second episode they are given the players the remaining players are given the option to not play anymore and 
some people opt out of it and they then have the option to come back and seeing the reasons for all of this stuff that's interesting fascinating to me but man i fucking enjoyed every moment of the show i know a lot of people were like oh was i was cool with it for like parts of it or i didn't like the end of it but like it all worked for me and i would i would definitely recommend this to you and our listeners because it was it was such a blast i love the designs of all the like the games and uh there's like an mc escher style like staircase thing they have to like walk up to go (laughs) to the kind of game field or whatever Uh but man the like costumes of these like hot pink uh, like guards with the the black mask with the shape on it or whatever. Man, it's so fucking cool to me. I just love everything about this show. Yeah, it seems really inventive. Um, it is, yeah. And I didn't know a ton about it. I, I came out of nowhere, too. I don't remember hearing much about it, and then it just, like, mm-hmm. dropped. But uh, kind of like Stranger Things, it's like it just dropped, and then I heard about it everywhere. Like, yeah. everybody was watching it. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but um, mm-hmm. I really want to. Um, I don't know that my wife would like it. She, I, she That's the thing. I've, I've seen, like, the beginning of the trailer, uh, the mm-hmm. one that just like plays on Netflix if you scroll over yeah. it. And then mm-hmm. uh, I was like, yeah, this looks really cool, right? And, and I was like, I don't... And she was like, that's not for me. So uh, mm-hmm. I wonder, did your wife watch this as well, Ezekiel? She did. She she similarly was like, yeah, I'm not really that into this. I'm like, well, I can just watch this by myself. She was like, no, nah, we can watch it. I'm like, well, oh, okay. <laughs> did I mean, she finish it, though? To, yeah, yeah, we, we finished it, so... And it was weird, too, because, like, each episode is about, like, 50 minutes or so uh-huh. long, except for, like, the penultimate episode. Episode eight of the nine is, like, half an hour long. Oh, which is a quick one. Kind of strange. But Jerks. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, man, I, I, I don't feel like the, the episodes were, like, stretched out too long. It does take, like, a couple of episodes to really, like, get into the ongoing structure of what the show will be. But I, I really liked spending the the time with those characters and everything. So it, it was worth it to me. Right Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what I definitely want to, to check out. Um, yeah. Just fun in the time. I know you said it's not really horror. I did think about watching it now too, just because it came out and it kind of looked murdery, you know, so, Very much so it, yeah. but there's other, so many other horror things that I've been watching that I just haven't found the time to watch that one since it's like a whole yeah. series, you know? Mm-hmm. So right on. Um, in addition to that, I watched, uh, I, as we're going through the, the horror month here, I've been wanting to like kind of, pick and choose from different like areas of like spooky entertainment or whatever so i always like to throw something that's in there for like younger people uh-huh. so i watched muppets haunted mansion on <laughs> disney plus i'm so excited to hear from hear about this from you yeah <laughs> so um i i used to like the muppets quite a bit when i was younger <clears throat> excuse me but uh i you know i've since like fallen off or whatever i i watched the uh the muppets movie with jason siegel um back in the day when uh, like uh, it was on like home video by the time I watched it yeah, or whatever. I like that. I one. thought it was like, I thought it was like just okay. Uh-huh. But that, this was around the time I was like, oh, I think you know like musicals. Oh so yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, this this could play a heavily uh, yeah, into yeah. that that factoring. But um, yeah, this was also musical. Um, I forgot about it. I forget about it every time. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like going through watching this and like, uh, Darren Chris is one of the, the oh, like guests yeah. in it. He was, uh, from Glee uh-huh. and, and, uh, pop culture. And, uh, he was in there. I was like, Oh, that's the guy from Glee. Wait a minute. About that time <laughs> I hear some musical notes kick up like, uh Oh, what's happening. So, uh, but like overall it's an enjoyable, um, I, I don't know that it was like, uh, it didn't really like click with me. Um, yeah. As much as it, it would have, if I were younger or whatever, but I just like living in a world where Muppets exist and we all acknowledge them as Hell like, yeah. Oh no, these, are, these are all people that like exist in the world. They have social security numbers. They pay taxes. They like do all this shit. Well, not all of them. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
I've heard things about the Swedish chef. I don't. I don't. You can't. Mm. Yeah. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I don't think he's like paying tax. He's like learned some harsh lessons from uh-huh. Wesley Snipes. It was like, dude, <laughs> you could just like pay attention to the media a little bit. And he's like, oh, it's good, it's good, I'm like, no, I, I get it. But like, you got to pay your taxes, dude. You're going to go to prison. Yeah. You got you to gotta do that. Sorry. You know what they do to Muppets in prison? Yes. <laughs> Twice. From what I understand. But uh, but yeah, like overall, it's a it's a story that involves um, Gonzo and uh, the little like prawn guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But um, they go to this haunted mansion and um, hilarity ensues. Taraji P. Henson is also a, a guest on that that special and she ends up trying to marry gonzo i'm like oh she's trying to fuck gonzo look at that nose like, buddy I, that's what i'm thinking yeah. like well maybe she's getting some some like mixed signals from his his honker you, there but you 69 <laughs> with him you get you get penetrated either way see you, uh, yeah <laughs> Wh- where's it gonna go i mean we'll find out you better put the bejeweled butt plug in there if you don't want some <laughs> accidental penetration you know but um uh Was it scary yeah she she it wasn't it wasn't scary but like Dude. maybe it's a little bit like spooky for kids ones, i don't yeah. know there's like the, a point where he's like going down this hallway and it has like it's dark a darkened hallway and you have the like little bright eyes that show up or whatever so maybe that'd be a little spooky i don't know i don't really have a good frame of reference for that for i just assume yeah. i just assume like you know five-year-old kids are watching texas chainsaw massacre and At stuff point, i don't know yeah yeah i don't own any i don't I don't know. <laughs> don't you might ask Sarah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think it's like a, a fun thing to watch for uh, for young people or if you have an affinity for, for the Muppets or whatever. Or musicals. Yeah. But not for Brent. No. Like you're not, not going to watch this again. This isn't going to be like an every no. year Halloween thing for you. No, but I am interested to try like some of the older Muppet stuff that I remember liking, like a uh, Muppet's Christmas Carol. I think I've I might be able to, one, yeah. to tolerate that. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the old like original Muppets movie, which I, I've never seen. Yeah, I don't. I think I've only seen like bits and pieces, so yeah. I need to go back and watch that the whole thing. But I think that might might work better. Yeah, I, I always knew about the Muppets. Like they were always around as a, as a kid, but I don't remember watching a lot of the stuff except for uh, the cartoon Muppet Babies. I watched the show, oh, yeah. that show. Um, but then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older ones, like I don't remember the movies. My, I'm sure my brothers were into those, and we might have watched them as a kid. But they weren't like my staples growing up. Um, yeah. But I love Jason Segel, and I, I liked that movie a lot. I actually have two songs from that, um, like that I listen to like fairly regularly. The the main oh. like musical number he does with uh, Amy Adams is that right? That who's in that? Um, and they have like a song called Manor Muppet where. Uh, Jason Siegel and his his Muppet brother in the movie are both trying to decide if they're more a man or a Muppet and what that means and uh, it's just like this like uplifting song to me that I'm like yeah like I'll listen to it and be like am I a man or a Muppet and it, it actually kind of helps so I like musicals Amy Adams so. yeah right. right on yeah I forgot she was in that movie yeah you know, I'm gonna have to go back and, and rewatch these yeah. these movies <clears throat> I haven't seen that one or Muppets Most Wanted so yeah that was yeah, the one to rectify that uh, they came out afterwards right with like Tina Fey mm. in it. Yeah, in I, 2014, and I didn't uh, hear great Ricky things about Gervais. that one, so I've never seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not a, a huge Ricky Gervais fan either. So I see, especially uh, compared um, to Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> you just get, wait, so is Jason Siegel not in this at all? I don't in think he's sequel? in the sequel. I thought he just did the the other one. Oh, and he like yeah. wrote the other one, I think, or like co-wrote it. You are correct. He was like pretty involved in that because he is like a huge Muppet fan growing up, like as a kid. That's why he did like the Dracula Dracula musical. 
yeah you know, at the end of sarah marshall like that was like mm-hmm. muppet style puppets you know yeah i thought that was a good fit like after the fact i was like oh, oh yeah i get it i see yeah i see that which, makes sense to me which is why i like i and a lot of people really want him to produce that dracula musical like he was actually trying to write that and judd apatow was like buddy nobody's gonna see this you should write something you really know or from the heart and he wrote forgetting star marshall and put some songs of that in there mm-hmm. and then i'm like i want to see that whole fucking thing man i want to yeah. see the muppets do like a, a vampire you know comedy I think when the Happy Time Murders came out, he was like sitting there biting his nails like, is this going to work? Yeah. Can this work? And, and then it didn't. And he was like, yeah. oh, OK, well, I'll just Maybe keep on keeping on then. You know, uh, uh, Jason Siegel got announced for a new Apple TV show that's co-written by and co-produced by some of the guys behind uh, Ted Lasso. So I'm really excited for that. Too. Really? Yeah. He's like going to co-write part of it, too. But it's like co-written by uh, Brett Goldstein, who's uh, Roy, Roy Kent on Ted Lasso mm-hmm. and also a writer on that show. And uh, so I'm like, oh, man, like, give me anything more from the team that made Ted Lasso. Holy shit. Yeah. But is uh, it called Fred Lasso? Because it's going to be like fairly <laughs> similar. Yeah, they're going to rip it off. They're going to spin off, do a lot of spinoffs. You know, it's all, yeah. all Ted Lasso's cousins. There'll be a, a soccer coach coming to the States to coach a oh, football team. Yes. American football team. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's Idris, yeah. it stars Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That could have really worked, football. actually. Yeah. As yeah. the football. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow what a twist mm-hmm. yeah that could really work i think so that'd be great um what else what else what else uh so i on the previous episode where we talked about malignant i had mentioned that there's a james wan uh written um comic that he did for boom studios back in 2012 called malignant man that's right I was like i wonder if this is like at all related to the movie malignant uh, well, Stephen, I read this oh. miniseries. It was four issues, um, and it was on Comicsology Unlimited, so I didn't have to spend any extra money to read this. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, I'm gaming the system. Also, just like utilizing the service for yeah, yeah. I'm just, using the, the system those. as direct, as designed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, he he has a, a story by credit on it, but it was Michael oh, okay. Allen Nelson who actually wrote it, and uh, Peter Kowalski who uh, did the the line art for it. Um, I read this and it is wildly different than oh, yeah, like yeah. It. it's like I, I told you via text. It's like uh, a, a mixture of like Venom, the character and that like the the and we're actually like following a guy, uh, a, a white male is the the lead of the, the show or the, the comic. Uh-huh. And he hosts an alien parasite, kind of like Venom. Okay. Um, there's it's a little bit matrixy in that there's like an underground organization who has known about these malignants for decades or whatever um and they they'll wear like dark suits and and shades i guess a little bit like men in black as well and then um there's a a little bit of a a flavor of the uh, jessica alba tv show dark angel i don't know if you're familiar with this you had texted that and i was like this is a wild (laughs) wild Uh amalgamation of all these things yeah it's like uh i guess like stranger things as well probably the better comparison (laughs) but uh more modern one i have her on my brain a lot um but it's like uh, uh people running experiments on like children gotcha. or whatever yeah, that, yeah. that that aspect of it but it was uh just okay like it wasn't it wasn't i'm, I'm glad i read it just so i could talk uh-huh. about it on this episode but that's really i'm gonna forget that i ever read yeah. this to be honest with you but and malignant uh, yeah. the movie was so memorable so yeah maybe after that you're like oh this is just kind of weird and different but not really like, yeah that crazy exactly yeah now if later down the road there's a malignant two, malignant too fast too furious or whatever yeah. and we find out that the uh original malignant 
uh, is like some type of alien parasite. Yeah. And then there's like an underground organization about it. I guess it could be connected, but man, it's a lot of hoops to jump through. But yeah. also, I feel like the <laughs> yeah. original Malignant movie had a lot of hoops to jump through. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be wild if after Malignant, which seemingly seems seemingly seems, which seems like mm-hmm. it will only be the the one chapter of that story. But if they mm-hmm. did keep that going and it became this even wilder story than what we've seen mm-hmm. so far in that when it was like this alien and this government conspiracy or whatever. Um, yeah. I would be down to watch that. I would be down it, to watch yeah. a trilogy of malignants. They're so fucking oh, weird. Boy. <laughs> well, like in the story, they have these little like it's an alien craft that crashes to Earth. So a little bit like the thing. And then <laughs> it's like everything. It's everything. So they have these little like uh, eggs or these these orbs that the malignant like parasites are in. So it's like kind of like their eggs. Now, whatever malignant comes out of whichever orb the the person who gets in, infected by that malignant can then access that specific orb and turn it into this like razor thing Ooh, yeah and it's like the the most like it's like adamantium or whatever uh-huh. or like uh vibranium so it's like super hard metal that can't be broken but like this evil like government dude who calls himself mr cancer uh, he is able to make something that is almost as strong. And at that point, I'm just like, well, then if it's almost as strong, <laughs> this is not anywhere near as cool. He should just have like a different weapon altogether that yeah. he can make or whatever. But like, I don't know, like it was a, a quick read. I, I blew through it within like an hour. And oh, yeah. I was like, well, I read this. Let me check this off for the show. Done and done. <laughs> yeah. But you tried. Mm-hmm. If it had been connected, that would have been. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to have skipped out on that, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, now, one thing I did watch and very much enjoyed was I rewatched 1998's Blade. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Wesley Snipes. Uh, he was he took a break yeah. from <laughs> trying to to counsel the Swedish chef. I was like, no, dude, you really got to pay your fucking taxes uh, to remind me that this movie is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot how much I fucking enjoy this movie. Now, it does have a lot of, like, 90s special effects and hairstyles and clothing styles, uh, music as well. But, like, I didn't hold it against it. Just seeing it's Wesley charm, Snipes yeah. on screen, uh, along with Chris Christopherson, it was so yes. fucking awesome, dude. It was Whistler. like, ah, holy shit. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill is <laughs> yeah. a tremendous line. So fucking funny. I'm glad um, to know because I haven't revisited that one in a long time. But every time mm-hmm. I've seen it, I've always loved it. Um, I just haven't yeah. haven't gone back in a while, so I'm glad to hear that it still holds up. It really does. And I I was going back and I was kind of rewatching it as the first modern superhero movie. Yeah. Outside of like you know from Marvel anyway. Um, it, for for DC, it had been like Batman and Robin was like the most recent movie or whatever, uh-huh. and that killed that franchise yeah, essentially. Right. Yeah. So. So watching this, it was just like, oh, okay, I see how we got from like Blade to where we are now with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right on. Like there's there there's some through lines through there where they were like, oh, okay, they like figured some shit out. Um, and I was reading on uh, the Wikipedia page for this, and you can't lie on Wikipedia. Nope. But originally they were wanting, uh, I guess, New Line Cinema. Like some of the the uh, producers over there were like, or the executive people were like um trying to make it like campy and and all this stuff and like totally different tone than what it had they even asked if even though the character is 
based on a black character from Marvel Comics. They were like, can he be white? Oh, I was like, no. Man, no. No, that's, boy, you're not. From the people Read who the brought room. you the conversation about <laughs> making a Spider-Man movie, does it have to be a spider? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I get, like, yeah. his name is not, like, Black Blade or whatever, but still, like, it's. It's, it's kind of integral to that character, though, right? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It, plus, it's up. cool. Like, how many, like, black horror superhero characters are there, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's Blade. That's it. One. We did it. <laughs> so let's take we it got there in one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but man, this movie's so fucking awesome. And I remember liking Blade 2 even uh-huh. more than this one. Me too. So I'm going to watch that for the next episode Camera of the show. Did that one, right? Yes. That's yeah. crazy to and think like, about still. I, I remember seeing the, uh, the, the like split jaw yes. thing with the uh, the vampires thing that was so fucking rad, um, and I had the soundtrack that I listened to almost constantly back in the day. I was day, gonna so. ask, yeah, that seems like it could be. I, I don't remember a lot of the music. I know the first one's a lot of has like techno and stuff in it, like yeah, right, a lot but it has of, like, like metal and stuff. stuff, doesn't it? Uh, n- not Is really. It not like on the, the the first movie. The the sequel was unique for a soundtrack in that it had like hip hop artists and Mm -hmm. then electronic artists that would come together and like either remix songs or make brand new songs together. So, um, yeah, I'm really eager to revisit that and see how that holds up. Plus Ron Perlman's in it. So, Oh yeah. Always good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm glad that you're revisiting that. Um, I've wondered about those movies for a while and I haven't seen them in in a long time, but, um, Mm -hmm they still hold like a nice place in my heart. So I was afraid that it would ruin it if I watched them again and hated them. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, all right, Brent, Brent took that mm-hmm. bullet. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, number one, still good. Number yeah. two, hopefully still good. Number we'll three. We'll s- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that these like blade is Marvel character. These are, are Marvel like properties essentially, but they're produced by, uh, Warner brothers new line cinema so i don't know if they'll ever migrate their way over to a disney plus or hulu or something like that that, yeah yeah like i'm i'm curious to see how that works out i i know the the new blade movie that they're going to make with mahersha mahershala ali is going to be in the marvel cinematic universe specifically so i'm um, really pumped for that he's amazing yeah, um, me I, too. I think Wesley Snipes did a really good job of this, though. I still hold him as like my blade, right? Like, oh my god, he's so charismatic. He's so good at it, yeah, yeah. But I think Mahershala, really like for for the new era, like that, and it seems like a a good person that they chose for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll yeah. really knock it out of the park. And I'm intrigued to see what they do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And hopefully, Jessica Biel's back. Do you think she's back? Uh, probably not. She never left. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, i'm really dreading watching blade trinity but i will do it for this this show um because i just remember like being so wildly disappointed with it it's just like oh so everyone's a vampire slayer now and they're they're the mostly mostly shitty i know ryan reynolds is in it uh i remember uh he looks him being buff. like a fun character but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of but, in, like uh, the green lantern era though right Oh, it's before that. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like his era, like he did like his dead, his first Deadpool incarnation. I fit oh, in that yeah. too. Like he was like he was in like an Amityville horror remake as well. I forgot about that yeah. until the other day. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Like he was in, in stuff for a while that like it was before he became like a huge star, but it was like after Van Wilder. So I knew who he was. And then he did a lot of stuff like that that I just haven't revisited. But it's like. I, I wonder if he was like, I still would have liked him, but the movies he was in maybe weren't that great, you know, like Blade Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's probably the case. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, all right, so let's move from the mini topics over to our main topic yes. discussion. Halloween Kills yes. from this very year. Honestly, this very weekend is when it came out as we're recording yeah. this. And uh, I rewatched the 1978 Halloween and the, <laughs> the same titled 2018 <laughs> Halloween. It fucking drives me nuts. I, I cannot. It really bothers me. I don't know why. Uh, but yes, I, yeah. I rewatched both of the Halloween movies in this continuity leading up to rewatch or watching this movie, this new one. Uh-huh. And um, I briefly, I want to mention that on episode 68 of our podcast, we talked about uh, the those two Halloween movies. Oh. And at the time, I said that I didn't care for the original 1978 Halloween. Stephen, I've totally... Oh, come full circle. I love that on it. Full circle. No, 180 degrees. Yeah, because full, full circle. circle is like, I, Stephen, <laughs> I'm reinforcing my original opinion. No, I almost no, no. came I, around to it, but I kept on going. I went right back the same way. So congrats to Shudder for having the streaming rights to oh, the original Halloween for right now. That's like a big get for yeah. them, right? Um, I rewatched it on there and I pulled it up and I saw that it was like 90 something minutes. I was like, oh, hello. hello. Oh, we are in the ballpark of the time I have for a horror movie. This is perfect for Love me. It. And I rewatched it and I blew right through that bad boy. Oh, yeah. I think it's because it's I like, knew what it was now and I it just clicked with me so much better. Oh, I like it. I, I understood the. Um, the like lack of blood that was like a producer uh-huh. thing. Um, quick aside, on the newest season of the movies that made us, they've got several horror movies uh, listed on there. Uh, I watched the one for Halloween. Uh-huh. Add some insights on there. I don't know if you've watched it yet or not, but um, I tried. If you're a big, yeah, I, I just can't get into the the style of that documentary. I just don't really mm-hmm. like. It's kind of like fast okay. and like funny, and I'm like, yeah. I just want to hear these people talk or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I tried to. I might watch that episode though because I want to know more about it. So, well, I was gonna say like if you are a diehard uh halloween fan or fan of like any of these like horror properties this is likely going to be stuff that you already know it's just presented yeah. in a different way you get to like hear it come from the the people who are making the movie or sure, whatever yeah um but it was man i i enjoyed that aspect of it but um yeah it's like a, a producer thing about not having blood in there uh-huh. and yada 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 uh, but as a precursor to the the story that i'm now like invested in I I loved that 78 movie like so oh, much so, so like glad. whenever I see it show up on iTunes uh, discounted I will I will buy it yeah. just to have the the full series available to me um, but uh, but yeah I like that and then I, I remember loving the the 2018 movie which I hadn't seen since seeing it in theaters I've, I've owned oh, it really? for wow. quite some time okay but um, I rewatched that and it was like no this is good but it's like not as like enjoyable as I remember it being not that it was like it deteriorated or I was like, I don't know, like poking holes in it or whatever uh-huh. um, or whatever. It, it just didn't have the the flood of uh, endorphins running back to uh, gotcha. my brain upon rewatch. But I still I still liked it. I think maybe it's like, man, they just have no respect for podcasters. They're just <laughs> saying kill us, kill us all. We're, just, we're out here trying to we're just trying to make money for SoundCloud is all we're doing. Um, we're just trying to be good people uh, let's try okay it. yeah we're just doing our best out here. Um, i did see uh there's some criticism about the 2018 version but i, I like that movie a lot there's there's also similar mm-hmm. criticism for like jurassic world and force yeah. awakens like the way that they take 
a familiar story and kind of twist it. But I, I like that. I like how they play nostalgia. I like the changes. I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, but I did see someone talk about uh, they're trying to poke holes basically in Halloween 2018 because they were really annoyed by it. And they're like, yeah. number one, which podcasters have three thousand dollars to give someone for an interview? Fuck that. Like they don't have money. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is uh, we definitely don't have three thousand dollars to give anybody for an interview. Like we have fifteen dollars <laughs> a month to give uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, <laughs> that's the extent of Maybe- it. To be fair, maybe it was one of those things like cereal where it's produced by some like, yeah, some actual like corporation and they're like, here's some, some wham for you, some, some walking around money so you can go get an interview with Laurie Strode or whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's fine. But because like, you know, if, if you can get her interview, that's going to make your show some money, I guess. I don't know. Clearly, yeah. I don't know how podcasts make money because <laughs> we don't. We never found out. We only lose money on the show. But, um. But yeah, so I, I was I was hyped. Uh, I I watched I finished watching 2018 uh, Halloween uh, like I don't know a few hours before uh, the movie dropped. Uh-huh. Um, and on on previous episodes of our show, anytime we would see a new release, we talk about our theater experience. Uh, we didn't we didn't experience this in the theater. Yeah. We both watched this on Peacock. Hell yeah, um, and uh, it's perfect because for me, Stephen. Uh, I've been dealing with insomnia recently, yeah. which n- normally sucks, but it really worked out for me this time because I woke up at like 12, 13 and I pulled it up on my phone and I'm used to like stuff on Disney plus coming out uh-huh. uh, around like 2 AM or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just for funsies. I'm going to see if this is available on Peacock. I pulled it up and it was, I was like, Oh, that must be East coast based. This works for me. So <laughs> I watched the whole thing right there. I cannot believe so, that. I love that. As I was finishing the credits, like the the last little scroll on the credits flew by and it turned two o'clock on my phone where I watched it as the Lord intended. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> it was it, just to be able to like have the movie done and like all my homework for this week's episode <laughs> of the podcast was done by that point. I was like, OK, this is easy peasy. Didn't no you, problem. Didn't you watch Halloween in the middle of the night too? the original one? Uh, yeah. I thought you said you like yeah. woke up and watched, and you're like, oh, I'll put this on too, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, so I watched I so Halloween jealous. and then like yeah. the, the first 10 minutes of the 2018 movie uh, in the middle of the night sometime last week. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were releasing it at midnight. I thought it was going to be like a 7 o'clock at night type of thing. And then you said that you watched it. Like that next morning, you're like, I've already, I've already seen it. And I was like, ah, ah, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. I So yeah, I don't have a theater experience, but... Um, I like delayed gratification sometimes. I like to like mm-hmm. anticipate something like that's why I like like Halloween and Christmas and stuff. I like the wait. Mm-hmm. And uh and sometimes I don't mind putting it off even a little bit more. Like Halloween Kills had been delayed for an entire year. Um and it had been, you know, a couple years to make it, so it's like we waited for so long. And mm-hmm. we had you and I had joked you had seen it in the middle of the night and and I was like, Well I have to wait for Amanda to watch it and you were like, She'll never know, just watch it, just watch it again mm-hmm. with her later. And I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't. So I waited and then it was like that night uh, I'm trying to think of like we had like like dinner going on and then like we pushed a little bit further and then like my brother called and we ended up talking to him for an hour and like eventually I was getting like I could feel myself like vibrating I was so excited <laughs> to watch it and then I finally was like I, uh-huh. Danny I have to go like I have to watch Halloween Kills so we started it at 10 o'clock at night on that night That's it released insane I waited insane. all of that day to watch it and then after I watched it, I watched it all over again. I stayed up you until watched it twice. I stayed up until like two thirty that night. 
Yeah, I watched it two times. Ooh, in a row. Dennis' favorite time, very early <laughs> for surgery, but yes. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah. So I had quite an experience with it, but um, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked that it was on Peacock, and um, I even I even did the I upgraded to like the premium one because I wanted to give yeah, them same. money specifically mm-hmm. for it, and I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. I'm this is my ticket money for this yeah. movie. I want them to like succeed, you know, really well. Mm-hmm. So um, awesome, yeah, yeah. So uh, do you want to get into? like the cast and stuff first before we get into spoilers sure yeah i can do that. Uh, i can go through that real quick i have that pulled up here uh oh jason Voorhees as michael myers <laughs> you've seen it okay yeah uh-huh yeah um i love uh the the way my my tabs filled up instead of saying halloween kills at the top of it it just said kills wikipedia and i like that <laughs> <laughs> um so this is uh i i believe the other one that ha- like the the last halloween the 2018 one was uh also co-written by the same people. Okay, it was a different one. So it's Danny McBride and David Gordon Green and then Jeff Fradley for the Halloween 2018. And then the new one is co-written by Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, and Scott Teams. And then uh, both of them directed by David Gordon Green. And um, I'm not sure who's co-writing Halloween Ends with them, if anybody, but uh, same teams are you know kind of involved in that. And uh, based on, car- uh, on characters by John Carpenter, Deborah Hill, um, let's see. So, obviously, for Halloween Kills, we have uh, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back, Judy Greer, Andy Matichek, who's the uh, the granddaughter of Laurie Strode, mm-hmm. uh, Will Patton. He's uh, the sh- like the not the sheriff. He's like the deputy. Um, I'm glad he came back in this one. He's like one of those guys I never know his name, but I, I know his face. Like he's been in so many things that I knew from like the 90s and 2000s. But uh, yeah, I love mm-hmm. that dude. I think he's a great yeah. actor, but I just never knew who he was. There's that movie where he's like, it has Denzel Washington in it, and he's like helping him coach that football team. Remember the Titans? No, I don't remember what the name of the movie was, but there is something in there where he's like helping the 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 football team. Yeah, was it uh, the football team? Was it the Titans? I think so. Was it Remember the Titans? Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Okay, got there it, we go. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Way off. I'm ready for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Armageddon gone in 60 seconds. I remember him that from those movies. Uh, but yeah, he's like, he's just like one of those dudes that shows up. He's one of those char- character actors and I never knew his name. And then like he mm-hmm. showed up in the, in Halloween 2018 and I was like, Oh yeah, that dude. But like, even until this one, I was like, Oh, Will Patton would not have been able to yeah. come up with that man. When he died in 2018, I was like, God damn it. That sucks. Cause I liked him. I yeah. like him as an actor. I know. Yeah. I know. And they really like don't let anybody kind of linger in these movies. You never know who's going to mm-hmm. go next. So, uh, yeah, that was that was upsetting. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Anthony Michael Hall comes and plays yeah. Tommy Doyle as grown up. As a grown up, I like so many of the the characters they brought back. I knew from the trailers and and hearing about casting announcements that uh, some of the people that even played their original roles, which he did not play the original guy, but um, yeah. he stepped in for that. But um, what is her name? Kyle, Kyle Richards was the original little girl and she's back in the in halloween kills uh, Dude, she was so fucking good in this movie i liked her yeah. i really enjoyed her performance do you know yeah. who that is right have we talked about her kyle richards no, uh-uh. i had mentioned uh i think when i showed the trailer to amanda and i was like yeah and the, all these people come back like kyle richards and she was like kyle richards uh she's um paris hilton's aunt what yeah she's part of the hilton crew or whatever i think she might be married oh, weird or she might actually be like part of the she might have been a, a Hilton and then married and changed her name. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so she was in the original Halloween and I don't think she did much like she's not. I don't think she's still an actress, but she came back for this mm-hmm. one. Uh, but yeah, she surprised me. I thought she uh, 
she seemed appropriately terrified in her scenes. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, who else we got? The the nurse from the original movie, and she was also in Halloween 2, and mm-hmm. she came back in H2O. Um, she's back in this one. I like her a lot, and I'm trying to re- see her name right now. Nancy Stevens, she plays Marion Chambers, the nurse. Uh, so she came back for this. Um, and, yeah, I like, uh, I think that's pretty much all the cast people that I'll kind of mention, I guess, right now. Uh, there's the the new guy that they he's like in the 1978 the flashback oh. he's a little kid Lonnie I think oh Lonnie yeah 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 that yeah. guy um, mm-hmm. let's see what his name is they say his name 700 times in that Lonnie. little like flashback scene oh I know yeah uh, don't get murdered Lonnie <laughs> his name is Robert don't Longstreet don't lose candy Lonnie yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm so jealous that you watched the original Halloween before this I had watched that like a few weeks ago. And then I've, mm. I watched Halloween 2018 like a few days before this one. But mm. so much of it plays all together that I, oh, yeah. I've gone back to mm-hmm. watch a little bit of the original Halloween last night. But uh, I just fell asleep during the beginning of it. But I was like a lot of it plays and they do a lot of flashbacks. And that was cool. This one, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, man, if you had just seen these, like they work really well, like all together. Um, it really does. Yeah. Especially with the people that are coming back, like him as a little kid and stuff. And yeah. Uh, yeah and then uh, Thomas Mann plays the young uh, Hawkins cop uh, back in 1978. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if that's actually a spoiler or not. I think, uh, do you want to go ahead and just get into spoilers right here, at least? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because when the movie starts and they, they quickly jump back to 1978 that same night, I didn't expect that. I was thrilled when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that from the trailer. I don't know if they put any of that stuff in there. There's like you and I had talked about it. they put so many TV spots and stuff out there recently that I just avoided because I didn't want any more spoiled. I just wanted to go in the movie. So I don't know if they've told anybody mm-hmm. that, but I, I was shocked and I uh, loved it. So there on Peacock, there's some behind the scenes like extras. Uh, they're all about like a minute and a half, 45 seconds, somewhere in there. And you can go back and watch cool. it. And in there, there's a. Um, Either David Gordon Green, whom in my brain is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because the middle name's Gordon, uh, <laughs> which would be a totally different movie totally, experience yeah, if he directed. It but um, uh, it was either he or uh, one of the Blumhouse producers were talking about, uh, yeah, we're filming something, the uh, flashback to 1978, yada yada yada. So I think okay. if people were like following stuff you would know that okay, gotcha. there's a, a flashback to 78 but um i all i knew is that i saw the trailer michael walks out of the house oh, that's yeah. on fire and he sees all these like uh firemen uh-huh. and women uh out there and i'm like oh shit it's about to pop off yeah and that's really like the only thing that and uh, jimmy lee curtis yelling at the, uh-huh. the um fire trucks to just let it burn or whatever yeah i remember but that really everything well, else, yeah. like i just saw that trailer once that was the only thing that really like stuck with me because I was like, I, this movie is going to come out in moments. So I'll just right. like, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait. I don't need to watch anything else leading up to it. But Yeah, same. I, I avoided it because I was like, I'm already sold. And I'd rather go into it yeah. more blind than like, and knowing the last movie. That's all I really need to know. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew it started right afterwards because they showed that scene with Lori screaming from the truck as they're driving away, you know, not to, you know, just to let it burn and not to put it out, let him die. And uh, but yeah, I, I thought it played out really well with that i didn't really need any more info from them so yeah um so i watched this movie uh when it came out at midnight 
Yeah. Uh, and then I rewatched it again yesterday and I took some notes, okay. which I've got quite a few of here, um, just to help us kind of, you know, pad the conversation if we need it. Sure. We've never needed to pad a conversation <laughs> before, but some people say we only pad a conversation. So <laughs> take with that what you will. Um, but like overall, what, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Like, did you enjoy the movie? overall so i want to lay out real quick i was so excited for this i had really high expectations i had seen something from our, our buddy mitch over the terror table had tweeted um before he watched the movie i believe that he had said something about like you know one day i might learn to temper my expectations for a new halloween movie but like today's not that day and that's how mm-hmm. i felt like i was really hard for me to to really temper them and, and maybe just let it play out like it should and not have a lot of expectations and I didn't have any specific expectations except for knowing a little bit from the trailer. Like, I knew that Tommy Doyle was back and he had, like, a baseball bat and that the town was going to, you know, try to kill Michael or whatever. Some, something was going to happen with that. It was going to get bigger that way. But right. otherwise, I didn't really know. And then uh, before I saw the movie, but after Mitch had seen the movie, he had he tweeted something really simple, you know, kind of just like a uh, – it had like, this movie has some of the best slasher kills ever, but they really made some choices. And I was like, oh, my God, what does that mean? Like, it set my brain, like, reeling. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And then you had seen it, and you were like, I have thoughts. And I was like, oh, okay, like, what does that mean? Is it good or bad? And and then I saw, when I started it, the Peacock app, uh, when you start a movie, it has, you know, the little menu that pops up. And they show the Rotten (laughs) Tomatoes right there. It's like 44%. Uh, And it was like at 44. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. man, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So all that considered, like it kind of, it did temper my expectations right before I saw it. Like that, I just got a little bits of pieces from, from people that I know and trust their opinions on with you and Mitch. And then didn't really know what you guys were meaning though, either. Right. Like it could be good or bad. So I went into it a little bit like, Ooh, this could be bad, but I'm hoping it's good. And from the get go, I had the fucking most fun watching this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And as it kept going, I was like, well, maybe it's maybe they did like the beginning. Maybe it just like turns. Maybe it's bad for me. I thought this is exactly the sequel that I wanted to the other movie. And I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. They went in ways. They they called back to things from the original movie. They called back to uh, all kinds of stuff that like they went in a different path than the other sequels have gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. I loved all of it. So that's why I watched it twice in a row. It made me think of the first time I watched The Faculty which I watched like in the afternoon and then my sister came home and I made her watch it. And then my dad came home and I made him watch it. I watched that movie three <laughs> times in a row because it was like the most fun I'd had. Yeah. And I still love that movie. And I felt like this movie to me made me think of like the faculty of just how much like it was made for me. So I'm, yeah. I'm very, very curious to get your thoughts. Uh, and it could be a lively debate. We'll see. But uh, for me, mm-hmm. I thought this was fantastic. Steven, I'll tell you, there's no debate about it. We're in the hand-holding club. I fucking love this movie. I had such a fucking good time watching (sighs) this. This was exactly what I wanted from a slasher movie. Exactly what I wanted. Oh, my God. I was so thrilled. I was like, I got to talk Steven. But then I was like, I got to, I don't want to, I don't want to like overhype anything. That's the worst thing you can do to someone. Well, it's like, it's like. A top five list of like the worst thing you yeah, can do yeah. to like someone, Murder, right? but yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, it was just and it, the fact that once it like snaps forward to the present day, it picks up from where it left off. Yeah, like we're still like the the 2018 movie and this one, Halloween Kills, take place on the same night. Yeah. It's like a continuing story of that that night, and uh, man, it's just the the. I, I made a note here that um, when uh, 
like the Strode women, they went through this like huge ordeal and they uh, must have like a, a strong sense of relief that, uh-huh. th- you know, it's all over. We got through this thing. It was a pain in the ass. We lost some people like uh, uh, Judy Greer's husband mm-hmm. uh, died, you know. Yep. Um, so they but they got through it and now they can begin to like move on with life, grieve, etc. And then like the intense feeling of dread that they have to feel oh, God. whenever they hear that he escaped, yeah. you know, like he's still alive. There's a, there's a shot of the, the granddaughter. Um, what was her Like Allison, I yeah. think is her mm-hmm. name where, um, the, the, the cop is talking to Judy Greer's character, Karen. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Michael Myers oh, survived. Yes. And it cuts to Allison and she's like, what? I love it. <laughs> it just like one quick, one quick scene. <laughs> It was just like, I don't know, uh, it was like three seconds of film and a what? Yeah. And then it shows her like storming out. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it was supposed to be like purposely comedic, but I did laugh. It might both be, times though. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like uh, so a lot of people that I follow online that seemingly didn't like this one, um, they went back to watch the Rob Zombie Halloween and Halloween 2. And yeah. I I can't get through those movies. I've tried the first one a few times. It's so his movies are not my thing. Uh, they're very yeah. dirty and I don't know, just like really off putting to me. And so mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to watch them now. Uh, but from what I've heard, it's like the first, his first Halloween is all like a rehash of the original story. And then the second one, he really just does his own thing. And it's supposed to be like balls to the wall, crazy. And, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that someday. Um, but I just haven't yet because the first one never really grabbed me. Uh, and mm-hmm. then this one was the same kind of way that it's like, I feel like, their Halloween 2018 reboot did it kind of safe. You know, they did kind mm-hmm. of retread some of the old things. They brought some nostalgia back and blah, blah, blah. But it was, and it was like the kills were still kind of smaller. Mm-hmm. But this movie felt like, like from the moment the flying pumpkins in the beginning, and there's so many of them on fire. Yeah. I, like, yeah. and the, the, the rock music basically in this, like the guitar and stuff, like the, the way they ratcheted it up, the action and the violence and the, mm-hmm. like the music and all this stuff, like, I felt like, oh, this is like the time they're actually getting to do what they would want to do, though. Like the last one, they had to kind mm-hmm. of play it safe to get everybody in the mood for it. And then now they're like, mm-hmm. well, we're going to go fucking crazy. And I was yeah. like, it's perfect. Like, it's exactly. It is, yeah. I didn't even. It's, uh, I said, like, I don't even know I needed it. But now mm-hmm. that I've seen what they were wanting to do with it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fucking good. Like, what a great yeah. way to, to to attack this, you know, as a continuation. I, I Yes, and I like the plausibility of how Michael survived a like house fire or whatever. Like oh, he was like hiding in great. that like yeah. slide down like gun wall mm-hmm. thing, which is like set up in the the previous movie. Yep. But I don't know. I don't know if they like planned that. Like, oh well, like, if we make a sequel to this, what well, he can like hide here or whatever. Like, I don't know. Just the the problem solving of that was cool. Yep. The the firefighter that falls down there, he just like destroys them immediately. Uh-huh. Then the other firefighters puts their hand down to like reach down for the the guy who fell and then you see michael's hand grasp on there and then seeing all the firefighters outside see someone walk (laughs) through that that darkened door and it's fucking michael myers with a like pickaxe thing and he just goes through and systematically kills every single one of them the person with the like the like buzzsaw looking thing when he starts to like turns that back on them Holy shit, man. The, 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 yeah. This was like very much like a horror action movie to me. Yes, totally. That's what I, yeah, it was mm-hmm. so fucking good. And, I loved it. And I think my point before was supposed to get back to the comedy of it. I feel like, again, like David Gordon Green has like a comedy background and uh, they're also like horror fans, though. And I feel like there's a lot of people that like both. 
um, kind of like Jordan mm-hmm. Peele doing so well with horror, but he's, we knew him as like a comedian and stuff, but there's something yeah. there that like those people are big fans of horror and, um, uh, not only just David Gordon Green, but Danny McBride and everything. And I feel like mm-hmm. their version of this would have that kind of scene, like Allison being like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't, to me, I was like, oh, that's, oh, everything was just so perfect. And so intriguing, like the way that they did connect things to the first movie like that, that slide down gate thing, mm-hmm. you know, for the, for the guns. And it's like, he probably, I don't know if he would have survived with the whole house burned down, but it's a cool thing that he tried that. And then he was rescued. So it totally mm-hmm. worked. And then like the doctor and the nurse that are uh, at the Halloween party or like the bar later on. And they yeah. had been in the first movie. Um, yes. And yeah. I was like, it's, it just works so well. Like I really feel mm-hmm. like they nailed down the story they wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. And there were flashbacks, not only to the original movie, but to this last movie. And it was just, it all gelled so well. I felt like everything flowed extremely well and it was really fun. All the different callbacks mm-hmm. they did to both movies and, and other movies in the franchise, like the masks from, season of the witcher in this movie and stuff mm-hmm. like there's so many things they pulled from them it's so cool mm-hmm. and man i'll tell you what whenever i saw the doctor and nurse were back i was like oh hello yeah but i remember seeing that when i was re-watching the 2018 movie <laughs> yeah. i was like oh hey, hey. who's this lady get closer uh, to her do, yeah i and, thought you uh, liked her time with the the part in the movie where they entered uh, uh this is like where like the posse is like getting formed and they like show up at the outside or whatever and that that suv and they're like uh, let us come with you. And uh, the the woman who's dressed as a nurse says, I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> she points to her husband who's dressed as a doctor. He's a nurse. Yeah. It's just so funny to me that they dressed as each other's like, professions yeah. or whatever. That's pretty cute. I wish his would have been sexier like his, like hers. Like she did the, the slutty nurse oh, yeah. kind of thing. It mm-hmm. would have been funny if he was like a slutty doctor. And maybe he was. Maybe he had one of those like... I don't well, know. he had a lab Name coat tag. on. We couldn't see. Maybe he had like assless <laughs> chaps on. And that's El Tascanon, yeah. He had like that is El Tascanon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had assless scrubs. He was down for Hell it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the beginning of the movie. Obviously, we see the balloons, right? Yeah. So this movie is officially part of the Across the Balooniverse oh, film franchise. So with the black, phone. we're starting off great yeah. there already, right? So I was like, we're in good hands. Yeah. You can you feel know, good about this that. Is, this is working out. This is working out already. This movie, 11 out of 10 so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I like that Hawkins uh, lives in the movie. Um, yeah. And I, I did think it was funny that Will Patton, as Hawkins, has like the easiest job in this movie. He's just always laying oh, down yeah, so great. in every frame of this. Yeah. Like whenever we <laughs> see that kid walk across him, he's laying down on the ground, bleeding out. Sure. But like the actor wasn't bleeding yeah. out. He's just like hanging out on the on the street. And then he's like in the the hospital bed the rest of the time. He's smart, just like a cushy job. Yep, a cushy cushy job. Just gotta lay in this, uh, lay in this bed. And don't get bed sores, and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if like there's a point on set where he's like, so what's the bedpan situation? Is this like, can I <laughs> can do, I do that? that? Yeah. Like we've interns, right? <laughs> we have a lot of people walking around here in nurse costumes. Surely one of them has a day job as a nurse, right? So, but yeah, I loved. Uh, I, I like him a lot. I like that actor, like I said, and I liked his character in the last movie. And then I loved how they were talking about in the last movie. Like he had said something about being like, uh, you know, young whenever that happened, whatever. But he was like around yeah. that night. And I so did not expect him to go back to that night. And the way that they yes. did, I was I was so excited. Like when it happened and it was like Haddonfield, Illinois, oh my God. Halloween It's night. like the filmmakers Ugh. put their arm around me and they're right? like, hey, little buddy, <laughs> yeah. do you want to see how Michael Myers originally got caught? Yeah. I was like, 
I, I certainly I do. I think so. Sir. So, yeah. And, and we it was get great. to see it. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't even th- something I thought of when I was rewatching the 78 uh, movie and Michael, like, falls off the balcony and then it cuts away, cuts back to where he was and he's just gone. And then I start the 2018 movie and Michael's in, in that weird, like, yeah. chessboard prison thing. <laughs> I'm just like, OK, so eventually they just caught him. I didn't think I'd get to see I it. Know. But it was fucking cool. And it I, I don't know. That was one that I wondered. I It sucks. I shouldn't have to wonder, or and I and I, I do this myself though, of like what other people think about it, or like it, I should just enjoy it if I enjoy it, right? And afterwards, mm-hmm. I had told Amanda like what you guys had said, and like what I had heard a little bit about line, and and like about people maybe not liking it. And again, I was interpreting for you guys that you clearly mm-hmm. loved it, but I just didn't know what is I have yeah. thoughts about it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and she was so great because she was like, "Who cares? Like we loved it, and it was great." Yeah, and I'm like, that's all it should be. But there were points in the mm-hmm. movie where I was, especially in my rewatches. Um, that I was trying to, cause I watched it twice in a row and I watched it again last night on Saturday. So I've watched it three oh, times wow. now and Damn. I, uh, I, I was trying to rewatch it almost with, from an eye of like, well, why would people hate this thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like there are some cheesy lines in it, but I loved them. Mm-hmm. If somebody wasn't into that, like there's one from, from, uh, they bring back Sheriff Brackett from the original movie when they show him in the hospital mm-hmm. and he's like, Laurie yeah. Strode. I was like, oh, like, like he's back. That's great. And it was like the same actor, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, he has a line later on, though, when the, he's part of the mob to catch Michael that he has a line like tonight, you're, you'll die tonight or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it, it was mm-hmm. kind of cheesy, but I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for it. It was great. And all those little things like to me, I kept thinking, well, maybe this wouldn't work out that well. Like maybe someone doesn't want to go back to the past and see that night. But uh, for me, it was amazing. So I'm glad to hear you, too. Or like it was fucking mm-hmm. great. Uh, they're yeah. changing history of what we thought happened after that movie like if you watch halloween 2 it continues that night in the hospital and then this movie takes place a lot in the hospital i kept thinking like oh he's definitely coming there they're gonna kind of do a halloween 2 thing but yeah they're doing it a different way so it's like we know he was caught so what happens that night and then you get to see it and it's it's awesome um to see the cops like following him around and he was so Mm -hmm. brutally all over again and then they bring fucking loomis back uh which i loved Surprised! I was like, oh, me too. Is he dead? Yeah. This actor, Donald Pleasance, but they He's, did a good job. Like, I read it was like, yeah. uh, it was like makeup and prosthetics on the on the art mm-hmm. director, and then they got yeah. uh, like a voice alike guy uh, from the mm-hmm. 2018 film they had used to do it. And I was like, um, it sucks that he's not alive and he can't be a part of this anymore. It's also like mm-hmm. why they had the, the the other doctor, I think, in the last movie, you know. But um, mm-hmm. that storyline even was a little bit better when we were watching the 2018 Halloween and that doctor turned on and like tried to kill Hawkins with a little pin knife. And then is like trying to like figure out what makes Michael tick or whatever. It was mm-hmm. almost like a little too outlandish. Like Amanda was like, this is kind of like over the top. I don't get it. And in this movie, yeah. it's like, Oh, it makes perfect sense because it's a whole plot line about why Michael's going after Lori and it's not what yeah. she expects. And it was like such a cool way to adjust it. So there's so many callbacks mm-hmm. and they, they threw me for a loop on a lot of things that made other things make more sense in this one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I like that I quite a bit. bit. Seeing Loomis like walk in there, I was like, "How did they do this?" Yeah, because I was like so convinced yeah. that it was the same guy, but I <laughs> but it knew like factually. CGI. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I know factually this cannot be true. Yeah, this is a Universal movie. They don't have <laughs> Disney technology or right. whatever to do like a. I don't know. It's just like perplexed on how they did it, but like I think what they did like. Worked. worked. I think they pulled it off with a combination of, like you said, the 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 
prosthetics yeah. and then the the voice guy and just it, it all it all worked they, for me for what it was i was also like i kept looking at him because it looked so similar but like a little different but not like the uncanny mm-hmm. valley of doing like cgi faces yeah yeah and i'm like it, I, something's different here but it works and then when i read about it they were like it's just like prosthetics and and makeup and i was like and then the, they got that voice alike and i'm like well god damn they really like pulled it off like yeah and they didn't need them much they just needed a little bit and mm-hmm. and it's just really cool. Sells the effect. Yeah, yeah, it worked for like what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he was like a character throughout the whole movie, it probably would have been hard. But just mm-hmm. like a flashback scene, that that totally was awesome. So, um, I like that in especially when I rewatched the original Halloween, how swiftly Michael would like pounce on yeah. someone not like he would like jump or but he could like he would like walk after meow. people <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but he like in the back of that car where he kills that that yeah. person like he he's like pops up real quick and like stabs him and then he also like r- kind of rushes to um like across the room to someone yeah. or whatever um and he does this in the flashback where he attacks that cop oh, when so they're in the myers home yeah and uh I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that he would, like, do that mm. or whatever. Um, cool callback, so right? And then it is a, cool a little more modern, yeah. though, like a little faster maybe than he used to be. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it's so cool. Um, I really love this movie because I feel like the other uh, the other movies are kind of slower. They're, they're kind of more dread. They're, this one is like an action film. Like, there's so many kills. <laughs> there's so much a that's lot, going yeah. on. But mm-hmm. I love this interpretation of where the story could go, where it's like they kind of change it from, you know, she's not his sister. Like Laurie Strode is not a sister. She was just like a babysitter he was following. And then mm-hmm. she got attacked later that night because he was following them and they were nearby the Myers house and stuff. And and then she's basically been putting this on herself for 40 years. Like she thinks he's coming back for her, but it was never that thing. It's like he's attacking the entire town and it's about terrorizing that town. And this mm-hmm. movie really leans into that so much. And I, I knew that would happen. I knew the town would be scared and come back and try to pitchfork and blah, 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 and be mad at him. But I didn't realize like how much the brutality would spread out in this movie. Yeah. Like he's just mm-hmm. going from house to house to house. And you see the suburban spread and how hard it would be to kind of find someone that way if they just yeah. keep killing everybody randomly. And uh, I love this movie because... Like versus like H2O where it kind of plays like the original one a little bit like he's following Laurie and it's a smaller group of people that he's terrorizing and stuff. And Mm -hmm. this one's just so the sheer number of people is so large. And I like this version of it uh, kind of better than that. And the fact that like I thought like he's a little kid. He murders one person, murders his sister, gets caught, Mm -hmm. breaks out as like a 21 year old or whatever, murders like three or four people, gets caught. And now he's like, I can get caught again. I've been waiting for like 40 years. I'm going to like go balls to the wall. And so yeah. that's why like it's a, it's ratcheting it up. Like it, it just makes sense for his character that he would just be this force, you know. And I think this movie yeah. showed it, showed him for his brutality more than the rest of them have ever showed. And it was so mm-hmm. fucking scary that way. Well, like the entire time he was in prison, he didn't like speak to anyone. He's just like this, like tightly condensed coil that is finally able to like spring loose and go on this like massive massive killing spree and uh he yeah he really does so like uh in the the peacock uh special feature like the extra thing or whatever um jimmy lee curtis mentions that the 2018 halloween movie is kind of like laurie's story Uh 
and then the Halloween Kills is Haddonfield's story. Yeah. So it's like Haddonfield versus Michael Myers. It's kind of like it, Haddonfield. It is very much so. Is a why? It's kind of like Haddonfield is a. It's like don't, <laughs> don't do it, Stephen. This one you can say that though, can't you? You know, I I actually had this thought. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I guess you could say that Haddonfield, the community, the community of people yeah. in Haddonfield would be a character i cannot say <laughs> the location I, I, that, I, yeah. I was i was like is the house a character in this movie i was like no, no. it's just a house and it has just different wallpaper <laughs> yeah um speaking of another mm-hmm. great thing i think that they did with this movie like other movies in the halloween franchise halloween resurrection is about that house is like dilapidated and unused and it should be torn down mm-hmm. and they do like a a radio show out of it you know Let's have oh, people yeah. like stay the night and see if they can survive. And he comes home and like kills them all or whatever. This one is what would really happen. Like after all this time, especially after 40 years of nothing happening, that house mm-hmm. is just going to get, you know, flipped. Essentially, it's going to get re, you know, someone's going to, that's a nice <laughs> house, you know? Yeah. And then these guys like, you know, redecorate it. Uh, and it's so like the walls are so like bold. Everything's so bold or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's going to come home and like have people like hipsters kind of live in there sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I loved it. I I like those guys that when he's like smoking that joint upstairs and singing that mm-hmm. spooky song in my head, I could I can picture uh, uh, Danny McBride doing that. Oh, yeah. Like the way he is like in, acting uh, it out. in the, uh, the what's the end of the world movie? I always forget. Is it end of the world? Uh, uh, uh. uh. I was forgetting. This is the end. This is the end. And this is the end. There's yeah. like a scene where he's making like breakfast after the apocalypse morning uh, or mm-hmm. at night in the morning. He's like making breakfast and like dancing around and stuff. And I'm like, I can totally see him just smoking a joint singing this. It felt so real to me, but a weird thing in this movie. But I loved it because it's just like a weird like they just show a lot of characters be themselves like the the couple that's flying the drone in their house. Like yeah, there's like that's weird. that doesn't need to be there. But I liked those little personalizations of everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before and I like that. It's like. She flew the drone, the drone into like whatever room. And then Michael was like, what is this? A fucking <laughs> robot? Get this out of here. Yeah. I threw it back out to him. Yeah. It's like clearly alerted them to his presence. Um, f- so for uh, the Johns, there's uh, Scott MacArthur who plays Big John and Michael McDonald who plays Little John. Uh-huh. And yeah, they're the, the couple that live in that that refurnished Myers house. And man, they were so much fun. Now, uh, Scott MacArthur, he was on the first time I saw him, he was on this TV show called the Mick, uh, on, oh, yeah, I, I think it was that. like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really funny. Um, and then it, of course canceled because I can't enjoy <laughs> anything. Um, but I've always liked him as uh-huh. an actor. He was also, uh, he has a role on, um, oh my God, that Danny McBride, HBO, uh, religious show i just talked about oh yeah uh, uh i want to say uncut gems but that's not right um <laughs> god damn it i can't think of what it's the called righteous gemstones righteous, righteous gemstones. Gemstones. Yeah. there we go right uh he has a, a role there so i wonder if that's how he like yeah, got on totally. this movie just because he was like he seems like a fun guy to work uh-huh. with or whatever but um they're out, out there living their best lives in the myers home you know just yeah. doing what they do um those little kids that come by and like try to uh, terrorize them or whatever just so they could steal the candy. Oh, I like those I was kids. like, something bad has to happen to them because yeah. I recognize like the little skull mask thing. Yes. From, I haven't seen Halloween 3, but I just have heard so much of it. I'm like, uh-huh. and I knew there was going to be a reference to it. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to end well for this kid. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, but I like when Scott MacArthur is like explaining to the kids like what happened there, like what the Myers home is. And uh, he's like, 
talking about oh. Michael Myers. He's like, he stabbed his sister in the tits. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> yeah. And they did, um, and it's brutal and gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the the end, after like Michael like kills them or whatever, and Allison is like walking through the the home, um, she sees that Michael has like posed their bodies like oh, in the yes. photograph or whatever. And I was like, damn, he's like having fun. Yeah, this is Michael having fun. Like he's just I, I can see him like holding that like photograph and like comparing the positions or whatever. Now they did switch positions. So mm. like one is like sitting up in the photograph and, and he's laying down uh, in real life. But still, you know, he's trying to make it. Uh, yeah, he's trying to make yeah. him happy. That's nice. Exactly. It's like they'll, they'll just be like this. I love that, too. And then the, the older couple who get attacked and the mm-hmm. wife is like laying with like a stab or like, yeah, she'd been stabbed in the neck with the light bulb, uh, yeah. the fluorescent light bulb, which was really gross. And she's like dying. And then you hear her husband like you see him be like dragged away by Michael and then thrown on the island. And Michael just keeps grabbing knives and stabbing him into him. And mm-hmm. it was so brutal. And I loved it, though, because in the old movies, like he would move the bodies and like do things. with. He'd put them in closets and he'd put them in beds and like, you know, pose them and stuff. He did all kinds of stuff, but it, you never saw that. You never saw him moving mm-hmm. around or like, when did he have time to do that? And it's like, he is just having fun. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know the explanations are going to go for him of why he's doing this. They just keep talking about like, he's just kind of a weird kid. He was staring at his sister's window all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to go more into anything. Um, I really thought this movie, they've been pulling things like the masks from season of the witch and, and various ideas like the hospital, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from Halloween too. Um, I thought there's like this whole thing in the middle episodes, like four through six or whatever of like the thorn society is like this society, like secret society who's been like manipulating Michael to do their bidding and like using the devil and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I hate that. I don't like that kind of those sequels, that storyline, but I thought maybe this one, they were going to do something like that and explain sort of why he's supernaturally gifted mm-hmm. to like keep killing and, and survive. And there's even a line from Laurie about like the more he kills, the more he transcends. And I don't know if they're going to play more into that in Halloween ends, but I liked that They kind of kept it grounded. He is just some force. Yeah. Uh, and you don't really know why I don't really know that I need that mystery explained, but yeah, I liked what they did play with in this movie and how they mm-hmm. kind of worked with that thing. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't need an explanation of, how he can do what he does, how he can take like so much damage. Um, his, uh, two of his fingers get cut off in the 2018 movie and they're still off in this movie, but they're like bandaged up, um, now. Um, so he, it's not like he can regenerate limbs or anything up to this point anyway. Um, but he's just like resilient, you know, he, he can take all this damage yep. and keep on ticking. I really thought at the end of the movie where he was like just getting his ass beat, they were finally going uh-huh. to like reapprehend him or, you know, something to that effect. But and then he nope. slices back. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, he's like, oh, you've given me a weapon <laughs> within my reach. Thanks. I feel like throughout this movie and seeing him as that unstoppable force um, to me, this fulfilled why I've always loved Michael more than Jason or Freddie mm-hmm. um, or any other killer. Like I've always just been, he's, he's my dude, right? Like this, these movies are my mm-hmm. movies and I really grew to love Jason so much more with the, the Friday the 13th series that I had finally gotten through most of last year. And I was like, Oh, I love him. And, you know, and like when you think about pitting them all against each other, like Michael seemed like his death count was always lower and the other movies and stuff. And, 
and like he was brutal but it's more of like it's just so creepy it's like a blink mask you know it's like mm-hmm. there's just creepiness to it that I, the other ones are too over the top almost but this movie as he's killing all these motherfuckers throughout the whole time i was like he this is th- this is why he would win like <laughs> i feel like you put him against jason michael's gonna win and i, I don't think i would have said that before this movie but this time i'm like no he is fucking brutal uh in a way a, that the others can't even reach to me yeah it's a real hold my beer moment <laughs> yeah, where yeah. this movie takes place it's like well i gotta rack up the body count i guess people are uh totally. saying jason could whoop my ass uh yeah we'll see yeah <laughs> give me one hour 46 minutes and let's see what i what can do what kind of damage know? can he do i mean even just the yeah. firefighters alone that was like 12 dudes that was a lot yeah just that alone like blew out some of the entire movies of the halloween franchise that they've had before mm-hmm. you know um, yeah and that was just one scene and he just keeps going and it just it just like ratchets up the whole time like oh man i loved it yeah Such going back to the uh the older couple like where he's he's clearly like already killed the old man and the the woman like you said is just like leaning up against that yeah. cabinet or whatever like watching all this happen and uh michael is standing there in the kitchen and they have one of those magnetic like knife holder things on the wall uh-huh. and just seeing him like look over at the knife thing grab a knife stab the guy in the back then look over and be like and mm, this one and this knife. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, um, with the uh the the two johns and the the myers home where they grab knives and oh yeah big john grabs this little like cheese knife yeah. or whatever he's like i've got this knife <laughs> and then michael mcdonald grabs uh, uh, the the standard like um chef's knife chef's knife yeah, yeah i was gonna say butcher knife but that's not a thing uh a bigger so, it's like a cleaver yeah yeah um man just a lot of like uh, knife humor in this. I love me. knife humor. It was fun. You could totally yeah. use more of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, I like how I didn't know going into this, how, who was going to die and who was not, um, especially out of the three women that we've been following with the, the Strode women. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought given interviews with Jamie Lee Curtis before, I thought she was going to die. I thought she was going to be the Halloween kills and that it was going to be up to her daughter mm-hmm. and then her granddaughter to like revenge or to avenge her in the next movie and, and have that mm-hmm. play out. But, um, so the whole time that she was injured and in the hospital, I was like, she's going to die at some point, you know, during this movie. Yeah. And I was glad that they didn't. I'm, I'm curious with that, that she actually would sign on for all three of them and not just two of them. Um, I, I actually watched a, an interview with her a few years after, maybe even like 10 years after H2O came out, but it's been a long time now. And she was talking H3O? about H3O. Yeah, she was talking about how H2O got made and like how, what part she had in it, blah, blah, blah. And she basically just wanted it to all end. She wanted to kill Michael and they wouldn't really let her do it. So that's how that was like this twist of like at the end of H2O and into, in, into uh, resurrection, there's like this twist or whatever. And, and she, in the interview had said, like, I told them like, I will never be in a Halloween movie ever again, unless there mm-hmm. is such a huge payday to she would finally get the money she would d- deserve for this franchise. And she was mm-hmm. like, and I'll probably just give it to charity. I just want them to pay so much for me. And now I'm like, she's doing <laughs> three of them. Like yeah. 10 years ago, she said she'd never do one again. And now she signed up mm-hmm. for three. I thought she'd probably only sign on if she uh, was allowed to die or kill Michael either way. And so yeah. I was fully expecting her to leave. Uh, and then she doesn't. And then she has this whole thing with Hawkins and how, like, I love that he even talked about, like, I knew you liked, you had a crush on Ben Tramer, which they, like, joke about in Halloween 78. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like all these little pieces that I love so much. And I, I like seeing their tender moments. That might be like a cheesy thing for some people. I don't know. But for me, mm-hmm. I like their conversations. And both of them now yeah. are injured. But they've both said, I have to be the, the, the one to kill him, you know? Yeah. And so I'm so excited to see where that goes in the next one. You know, it wasn't until after watching this a second time that it clicked with me that there was no face-to-face interaction with Laurie and Michael in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm wondering if that's what part of the criticism is for some of the people who didn't like it. Perhaps. It's like whenever you watch a Halloween movie, you want Laurie and Michael to have a showdown of some sort, right? And you don't get that with this one. But it didn't even, like I said, it didn't click with me the the first time I watched it. Like, I was just so invested in all the characters. There's plenty of... Um, like you said, there's like a lot of character stuff with Laurie that I liked, uh, especially like establishing that relationship with Hawkins and yep. they're both like laid up together and, and commiserating and bonding over that. Yeah. And then reminiscing a little bit here as well. But then like you've got the other two Strode girls that are out in the world, like handling business. I really like that mm-hmm. uh, Judy Greer's Karen uh, was trying to help that other escaped inmate, oh, which was, that was very so confused. tragic. It was like it was, it was on the news. There were pictures <laughs> of both of the escapees. <laughs> yeah, they did not look alike at all, yeah. other than that they were both like white dudes. But like, it was clearly not Michael. But the the whole thing with that mob mentality storyline, I really liked. I, oh, I yeah. saw online that some people didn't like it or don't think it was well executed. I I thought they pulled it off for what it was. I totally it was like did, yeah. it, if like Twitter happened in real life, this is what this would yeah. be. You know, it's like no one's fact checking anything. They're just going bullheaded full speed to this conclusion that they've already like set in their minds. Yeah. And then it backfires so hard. And, and the, when he jumps out of that window and he falls and it has like the camera, Ugh. like through his eyes, essentially like just before he hits the pavement and like has this weird like red guts looking uh-huh. visual on screen i was just like oh yeah that was and then they show intense. him afterwards too Ugh. yeah i've never seen yeah. it so brutal. he didn't look good he yeah. looked a little scuffed up yeah <laughs> well i was yeah. take a couple of band-aids yeah uh, maybe a few um a couple hundred mm-hmm. dollars each from that hospital probably yeah uh, they get you coming and going <laughs> the the mob in the hospital specifically chasing that dude and they're all they all just like start running after him like nobody needs to but they're always doing it mm-hmm. and like as i was watching it it made me think of uh the insurrection on january 6th and i was like this is exactly what like you get people yeah. on a fervor and they just go crazy and then they're all just like following each other into this building that they shouldn't be in. and like it it had mm-hmm. so many echoes of that i thought that was interesting a lot of a lot of good horror kind of you know paints a picture in a, in a fiction way of like what we're going through in real life and deals with societal you know issues whatever in a good way like a lot of the jordan peele stuff does and i thought that was so interesting that that similarity but then somebody pointed out that this also was supposed to come out like a week before election day last year and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god that would have been wild like it was the insurrection happened after that so like now it's like oh looking back see this could happen and it's like this could have predicted that almost and that would have been a weird Mm -hmm. like i would have looked at this in a whole different way then i'm kind of glad almost that it it was released a year later now yeah. Um, for that. But it, it's definitely interesting. Like it, it had this, this moment where I'm like, I totally believe this would happen because I've yes, seen this happen yeah. <laughs> like recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so creepy. And, and you could see like for people who see this guy uh, who looks disheveled, he's wearing the, the, the white correctional uh, outfit yeah. or whatever. And he's, he's running off and 
people are just like worked up in a frenzy already. You could see how they they could get from point A to point B, but it still was incorrect yeah. even with all of that information, you know. But um, uh, just like the the 2018 movie, um, I'm I, I like that Michael's mask gets removed, but we don't see his face. They do it a bunch. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I don't need to see. And it, it wasn't until uh, this rewatch of the 78 movie that I could you can like clearly see Laurie rips Michael's uh-huh. mask off and you can see his face for you know a, a couple of seconds yeah, or whatever friends, it's not yeah. like well lit or whatever but he is just like a regular looking dude for the most part and it's fun yeah like to play with they play around with his mask like Judy Greer takes it and like mm-hmm. makes him follow her and stuff and they like talk about so much like that's why he killed the podcasters he's like they have my mask you know I want to go mm-hmm. find that and everything like and it it's cool how they play with that a lot and they always show him in like they show that one guy on the screen and then as they show Michael's picture come up, it like focuses on a guy. So it's like blurred in the background. So you never, yeah. he's always blurry in a picture or if you see him in real life mm-hmm. without his mask. And I, I thought it was really well done the way they did that. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like, again, like the stuff they, they kind of call back and, and bring from the other movies um, that we didn't really see in other sequels i guess or whatever i just i like how they they have ideas i feel they they feel like they're fans like the the writers mm-hmm. of this and the director and stuff like feel like they're fans and the sequels they're like well they went this other way with especially with the thorn stuff whatever and they're like if if michael escapes from the mental institution he's not the only one like what happens with the other guys like i thought that was such a perfect mm-hmm. way that'd be like another guy also escaped and he's also on yeah. the run and then the town's in a mob frenzy and they're going to mix them up. And I was like, that's exactly what would happen. Like so many of their yeah. ideas I thought were perfect that way that they really mm-hmm. like leaned into uh, a different version of what we've seen before. And I'm like, oh, that's like a great way to do it. Yeah. And it gave the characters, uh, since there's so many to follow in this, it gave them something to do, uh, even though they yeah. were like doing the wrong thing. They were like trying to totally, do the right, right thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was it was interesting to see characters that would otherwise be like heroic just become villainous yeah. in that way. And this whole time, Michael's just like, I'm just going to walk from house to house. Yeah, I'm just going to kill just, bitches. Yeah, I'm, I'm already here. You guys, I don't care. I'm in the hospital. I got shit to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, what did you think of uh, the new Tommy Doyle? What do you uh, is it Anthony Michael Hall? Uh-huh. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah, he seemed I, I liked legit. him too. I, I saw that. Um, uh, I guess they were trying to get Paul Rudd to come back oh, to really? reprise his Tommy Doyle That's funny. role from like a, a later Halloween movie. He was like movie. four or five or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I like Paul Rudd, but this this really seemed like yeah. the perfect role for Anthony I Michael Hall. Yeah. The intensity that he brought to it was it was perfect to me. There was a, a shot where he's like got the baseball bat on his shoulder. It's after the, the car crashes and uh-huh. he's like the, the brake lights light up his like oh, yeah. entire person red. And I was like, damn, this is like fucking sinister looking. And that, it was about that point where I was like, oh, like whatever he has going on. I'm not sure if he had like I thought he had ill intent or he had like some other motivation or whatever. But I could see that he was like his own version of not evil, but like. He had this his own uh, level of like sinisterness uh-huh. to him, and uh, yeah, it was it was gonna be like 
he was a force to be reckoned with like Michael is. But, yeah. I mean, but not obviously. They, yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not to that day. level or extent, you know, <laughs> but um, I did think it was uh, it was cool that he had the baseball bat. Doesn't he have a baseball bat in a Clockwork Orange or some type of uh, club or something yeah. like that? I think they use, yeah, like a club or something like that. I've only seen it once. I was wondering if, if that was supposed to be like a reference to that movie, maybe. It could be because they even, not only the Halloween movies, but even Judy Greer at the end. Uh, I, I saw mine seemingly dying. I guess we don't really see a lot, but it's shot like Psycho. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really cool homage, but they don't really see her get stabbed. They just show her like her hands go up and she's screaming and they're bloody oh, all yeah. of a sudden and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They did a lot of references that I wonder if there are even more that I don't, you know, didn't catch or whatever. And that certainly could be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I just, I, I really liked everyone. Uh, the guy who plays the older Lonnie yeah. and seeing that he, his son is from the 2018 movie uh-huh. that's dating Jamie Lee Curtis's, uh, granddaughter, granddaughter, um, uh, just all the, the connective tissue that's, that's in there. I appreciate it. Yeah. I thought I love nostalgia stuff and bringing it back. And I thought the fact that they got a lot of the same actors that were like little kids mm-hmm. or whatever, younger than coming back. And then, these other people mm-hmm. that just recast, you know, like I never thought from the first movie when like Lonnie's the one like um, making fun of Tommy and stuff like with his pumpkin and all that. But I never thought oh, like yeah. much about him. Right. Yeah. Like you see him later on. I know Loomis like yells at him. He's going to go knock at the Myers house or whatever. And he's like, Lonnie, get the fuck out of there or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's a kind of a throwaway character. But in this one, it feels like that. Like it's I, I love the 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 boogeyman idea of Michael Myers, I never really mm-hmm. quite got sold on. Like they call him that and stuff. And the first movie, they talk about the boogeyman, yeah. but he, he, with the sequels, he kind of took on a different thing and he's so Michael to me. But this one, I was like, if he's, if he d- murdered his sisters, a little kid and then escaped and then murdered a bunch of more people and a, a, a few of them survived and he got caught again. And then it's been like 40 years. Like he would become a legend. He would become this boogeyman and yeah. in this movie, they played it in a way that I was like, oh, I totally get why he's like that. Like, he haunts this town. He haunts these people that he interacted with mm-hmm. when they were younger. And then now as adults, like, it's just really cool to see them, you know, kind of try to fight back, even if they don't succeed. Uh, yeah. But if a lot of them don't, uh, it's really fucking cool, though. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just down with it I all. I like the, uh, the, what they do with the, the mask. Like, how pristine it is in the 78. And then it gets... Um, not damaged, but like, um, it's like old, uh, worn. Yeah. 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 It, 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 they let the, the mask age in the 2018 movie. And then by the time we get to it in this one, it's already like burned yes. and like singed from the fire. Yeah. yeah. And then toward the end of the movie, uh, especially when he's like fighting, um, or going after Karen, like all the blood splatter, um, that's on there. It just adds like so much like texture to yeah. it. It makes it look so much more sinister. Which is really funny. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the masks over time in the movie, they always change each mm-hmm. movie and they do like screen tests and like H2O famously, they use like four different masks during the production. So like it doesn't even always match because they realized no. like a quarter of the way through that like on film, the mask they chose was like not working. So oh, they even do yeah. like some CGI mask work in H2O apparently. Um, Strange. Yeah. Cause they're like, it just, they had to make things match, whatever. So this one in particular, like his first mask is so scary in 2018. It's so like old and dirty. It, it totally works. And then the burned one, like these masks are so fucking good, but you should, you should mm-hmm. go look up some of his old masks. There's some that are like, look like from like part four or five, they just look fucking silly. They don't, they do I not look scary. And some of those, 
I think there's one that we talked about previously that had like it was like a pink mask with white hair or something. They have like yeah, that. some coloring issues. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, there's like oh in Halloween two there's like parts with like blonde hair, yeah. Is that what it uh, was? I think, it, okay. I think it was, yeah. And then it gets yeah, even H two O, like I like that movie, but his mask isn't like that great. But some of those mm-hmm. sequels in the middle there are really bad. And um, yeah. that makes me curious too. I don't know what his mask looks like in the Rob Zombie ones though. I don't know if they really like mm-hmm. deviated from that that much or not, but these ones I, I think are, are really fucking good. I like the the production design of this overall. I think is really good. I felt mm-hmm. watching this one, um, it had same of the, some of the same suburban Halloween has like a certain feel to it, and the movie Trick or Treat like is so good at like capturing that. And this one I feel mm-hmm. like is kind of that same vein. Like it just feels like Halloween night. Um, they could do even more of that. I feel I, I could have used even more like pumpkins and whatever, but. Uh, the last mm-hmm. Halloween 2018, when you see all the kids running around, like felt like trick or treat, you know, like the movie yeah. trick or treat. And, uh, they just have like a good production design and, and feel to these. Um, when they do the flashbacks to 78, it just felt right to me. It, yeah. it was just good. It, yeah. Agreed. I like it. Uh, when I was watching the, the extras on Peacock, it, showed um them building the house on a set oh yeah i was like oh this was not like an actual crazy yeah i was like it'll look so well done that i just believe that it was like a house that maybe they refurbished the exterior of for the for the movie but no it was on a set which i was i was surprised that's right right Mm -hmm. um man there was something i was gonna say and then uh i think a doorbell just rang in my house so i got confused but uh (laughs) (laughs) is it michael myers (laughs) You're early. Um, I really like the brutality of him going through the town, and then you think that they're going to kill him again, and then at the last moment he rises up and slaughters everybody, including Tommy Doyle and Sheriff Brackett. Um, and mm-hmm. then just the end of it, like him, you know, seemingly killing Karen, and he's back at his house. Um, I, I liked the, I liked that they went back to that as well. Like it's like the original tagline. It's like the night he came home. Like they're yeah. playing with those ideas that they kind of they kind of gave up on that and made it like Laurie's his sister and that's the whole impetus for everything and I like how they explored a lot of that stuff in this one like he just wants to go home I don't know why yet but mm-hmm. it's it makes it almost more intriguing that it's just so simple and yeah. that he's not trying to follow Laurie around that like him getting to her house in 2018 was all about that doctor I like how they played with that kind of stuff and then. Mm-hmm. I had heard the other day that Halloween ends is supposed to jump in the future a few years and I didn't know how this one would play out, but it's basically like, mm-hmm. this is kind of the empire strikes back. Right. Uh, like they, as they say, yeah, uh, literally but it my is, thought, you know, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Michael wins uh, the day. And at the end of it, he's just kind of mm-hmm. killed all these bitches and he's just standing there and you're like, Oh, what's going to happen next? You know, I was, I was going to say like, that was my next note as well as the, uh, the final showdown fucking rules. Yes. Like having him like go through all those people that are surrounding him. I, I will say that like when somebody showed up, they, uh, several people had like, uh, clubs and like bats and uh, yeah. crowbars and things of that nature. Uh, I saw a couple of people with like guns. I was like, well, you're all surrounding each other. So if you miss, <laughs> you're going to hit another person. Yeah. And they do in the movie. I was like, okay, yeah, this go. is, I'm with this. But um, yeah, seeing Michael just like systematically go through and, and just take out every yeah. single one of these people um, was fucking crazy. And then poor Judy Greer, she's back at home with or at the Myers house with her daughter and you know her her daughter was injured she like broke her leg or whatever and oh, they were yeah. trying to uh like commiserate over you know going through another ordeal just a few hours after the previous right. one 
and then she goes upstairs and uh she, she has that showdown with michael who escaped yet again yeah. and i love that that's where the movie ends yeah like Just keep it Karen, simple right as far as we know is is dead she's laying on the the ground with her like eyes closed though mm-hmm. so and yeah we didn't see her like get stabbed specifically so i i do kind of wonder about that but the movie ends right there it's just michael like staring out the window yep. while laurie st- stares out the hospital window um, i wonder if they're looking at the same moon i guess we'll find <laughs> out in the next one but uh but yeah i i really like that that's where the movie ends because it's like well what happens fucking now yeah. and then you had told me that you heard that the movie takes like a, a five-year yeah, leap someone. forward so is he just like standing in this house having the <laughs> longest police standoff of all time like what can you do i feel like in the next movie they need to just tear down that that house oh that'd you be know? interesting yeah 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 like there's there's nothing else to do nowhere else to go for him that'd I guess. be intriguing and yeah i don't know like they don't really like show like the sunrise or whatever but it's like he basically does this on halloween night and so it's like he went through the whole town and killed so many people and he comes back home and like essentially mm-hmm. my idea is uh, that they're going to do is like that that night is over for him and maybe he's mm-hmm. like the other movies he is just kind of out in the world and he'll come back uh a few years later or something i'm, I'm so curious to see where they're going to go with that but i have no idea yeah so i'm yeah. just i totally trust these guys after 2018 i i felt like i had a lot of trust it's just from here and some some middling things online i didn't know what to think about this before i watched it and then once i did i was like this is exactly what i wanted from this and Mm -hmm. it's so good that i have complete faith that they're going to end this really well and i i love their vision for it um david gordon green talked about everything they like worked out in the script they would like work it out and as much as they possibly could to make it as polished and as good as possible and then they'd ask john Mm -hmm. carpenter for his advice about ideas and stuff and he would provide them with things and he and his son worked on the music again and um you know it's like he's he's involved with it i have to think that he you know is kind of signing off on it in a way so um Mm. i really like that i'm just i'm excited for more what they've got coming for us yeah and i'm i'm eager to see how they heighten the pumpkin intro for the next movie you know i thought you would love this one i thought it was so fucking cool Dude, like Ugh. where it starts with the pumpkin and you have the little flame come up and then it gets closer and then you see, oh, there's another yeah. pumpkin and another one and it's on fire. Yeah. Oh and they keep getting more and more. Like, yeah. Uh, I went back and the second time I watched it, I was trying to not really count each pumpkin, but I was kind of generally seeing like there are a lot of pumpkins flying. Is it like a pumpkin for mm-hmm. each death that's about to occur? Is this like a. F- oh, uh, yeah. But then I was like, oh, like there's a certain point, even though there's a lot of pumpkins flying at the screen, there's a certain point that I was like, that's just the firefighters. There's no way there's enough pumpkins for all the people that died in this movie. There's like 45 mm-hmm. people that die in this movie. It's crazy. Uh, I know how they so get many. there. I I know what they need to do in the next yep. one, right? So we have the the flaming pumpkins. I feel like the next one should be like a pumpkin that uh, reverse rots into a whole pumpkin as it gets closer to the camera, and eventually the cam or the uh, the pumpkin splits open. There's a skull, and then around the skull there's tissue that form like muscle and <laughs> tissue and everything. It's David S. Pumpkins. He's like, any questions? <laughs> I don't know where that journey was going, but I loved every moment of it, and I loved how it ended. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Like if it started that way, if you're if that's like a cold open, <laughs> then you get David S. Pumpkins in the intro, and it's like, well, where the fuck is this movie going? I would flip and like a David table S. Over. Pumpkins is integral to the oh plot god. of Halloween Ends. I would love that. He's the mm-hmm. new Loomis. He's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. he just pops up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Man, that'd be fantastic. There's uh, a yeah. one little tit- uh, titter uh, Twitter review that I wanted to, to mention real quick. I follow this guy named sure. uh, Dinosaur Dracula. 
and he does yeah. uh, a lot of Halloween stuff or whatever. And he he also liked. I remember. I have to go find it again. He he also liked another movie, like a sequel that I loved, and a lot of people didn't. And he was like, I just got high and ate Doritos during this, and it was fantastic. And so he has that kind of mindset that he's just like he's just down for the ride. Like right? he wants to be entertained. And he was it Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> maybe yeah. uh, he said. If, 20, if Halloween 2018 was Gremlins, Halloween Kills is 100% Gremlins 2. Super gory, amazingly ridiculous, and completely overstuffed. It feels like a straight-played scary movie, uh, and it's exactly the movie I've wanted from this franchise. A farce that never winks. I loved it. And that's mm-hmm. exactly how I felt Same. about it. Like, yeah. some of the things I feel like if you're not into it, it might be like a little too over the top or too winky or whatever, but uh, for this... It's I don't know. For me, it was perfect. Everything just laid out so well. And Mm -hmm. the nostalgia played in well. The new stuff played in well. I loved how they rehashed the story of what Lori is and like her role in it. Um, Essentially changing her from someone that Michael is supernaturally, you know, attached to and keeps coming after to she was a victim who has made the rest of her and and her life and her family's life a victimhood where she could have just moved away and never been a part of this again. But she thought he was coming back for her and made him come back for her almost. And uh, yeah. that's going to weigh on her a lot, I feel. And so there's so many so many things in this, the ideas of it, that I really just loved. Uh, and I, I can't wait for more. Yeah, I I saw when I was re-watching the, the 78 and then 2018 movie, it really, like, clicks with you that, like, Lori... Like, who's obsessed with who right. here, you know? Yes. Like, she was obsessed with this whole thing. Like you said, she could have moved away. This is kind of like the the general critique of any horror movie. It's kind of like with It Follows. Why didn't they just move across yeah. the country or <laughs> yeah. wherever the fuck? Like, you, you could just move on with your life. But, yeah, she was, like, so obsessed with this. And then now all of this stuff is coming to pass. And then it's trudging up all these extra memories. But from what I could tell, and I've not seen any Halloween movies outside of these three. Uh-huh. But it seems to me like... Michael's just like, okay, I just wanted to go home. Yeah. I'm going to sit out this window and now I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't know if Lori's going to now have to like go to him or I know or what, but like, I I'm, I'm just intrigued about where this is going to go because they, they've have all the players in interesting positions yeah. here. And, uh, yeah, I, man, I, I really hope that, uh, that Judy Greer survives. I know. We've I, seen I it before, could, right? But, you know. Hawkins mm-hmm. yeah. came back, so maybe. Yeah. But um, I feel like that would be a good impetus for her, like for her to realize he was never coming after you. The doctor mm-hmm. brought him to you, and that's why he attacked again. And you brought this on your family, mm-hmm. and then your daughter died. Like to have her yeah. team up with her granddaughter to finally finish it off. I was hoping mm-hmm. it would be the daughter and the granddaughter, but to have Lori do, I mean, like that's great. Um, and it'd be tragic to have her actually, her daughter actually die, but it might be the impetus she really needs to finally finish it, you know? Well, we know that, like, Michael is staring out that window. Judy Greer, yeah, Judy Greer is laying on the floor on her stomach. Um, We don't know, like, how severe her stab wounds are. But what if, like, the next movie starts and it just picks up right from there and we see some little, like, claw fingers part her hair. (laughs) Karen has been a malignant the whole time. Yeah. She, she Matrix fights <laughs> yeah, Michael right. Myers. Oh, man. Yeah. Bring the franchises together. I'm telling you. I'm Hell telling yeah. you. But, like, the other thing that's intriguing to me is, like, the population of Haddonfield, they're all aware of Michael Myers escaping. Now I feel like they could be, like, focused, especially, like, since they were already in that, like, general neighborhood area anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe, 
I don't know. I, I'm, I have so many questions that I want answered. I know. And I, and I really trust the filmmakers to like supply those uh-huh. and, and, and give this a satisfying ending. Yeah, and um, I, I'm remembering now from what I'd heard about it when they skip a few years ahead, they had mentioned that the original and this one obviously takes place the same night. So they both take place in 2018, and the next one will take place in 2022. So it jumps four years. And mm-hmm. they also said that the pandemic has happened in that world. So they'll oh. deal with some fallout. So I wonder if that'll be some more like, you know, social commentary they'll bring into it, but also like everybody was kind of like, locked in their homes for a while and stuff yeah you know that they could uh play with that in some way with like hiding from michael as well so i do think it would be funny if in halloween ends we get about 20 minutes into that movie and there's a newscaster that comes on it's like michael myers uh has died of covid um (laughs) that's it (laughs) it was the it was the delta variant so now what i guess um he was up there. Uh, he didn't take care of himself. I don't think he was vaccinated. Yep. He wore a mask, but not, but you know. Didn't really he, he also came into contact with a lot of uh, blood, <laughs> guts, gore. That's right. Mm, he things. did not social yeah. distance, that is for sure. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> That's the next metaphor. Like, the the uh, this one was about, like, mob mentalities. Yeah. The next one will be a, a diatribe on on uh, not social distancing. Exactly. You know? That's what's important mm-hmm. right now, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you really loved this one too, man. I had a I had a hell of a lot I of did. fun watching it, and I just want to watch it all the time. That's why I've watched it three times now. Uh, I just want to put yes, it on all yeah. the time. It is, mm-hmm. it is so good. Um, I think I like it more than 2018, but I love I love where they're going with the series, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to to the next chapter. So. Me too. Me too. And that's uh, October of next year, right? 2022. Yeah, it's is that right. It's crazy that we could have been watching that one right now. You know, this one could have been a year yeah. ago, and now we got to wait a whole another year. But I'm hoping, you know, they've had more time to flesh things out and, like, maybe, you know, for both of these movies, maybe make them uh, tweak them a little bit better, you know, than they, they would have yeah. originally. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe they'll. They didn't use do some that time. with Venom, so sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So, uh, anything else? Any other notes you had or whatever? No, I think that's that's pretty much everything. I, we we touched on all of it. So. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I just got rid of my script, so I can't read anything. But I'm back. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so yeah, we hope that everybody uh, enjoyed that to uh, today as well. Next week we are watching. Uh, we're going to do for our show like a Shutter episode, but specifically we are going to be reviewing. Um, I want to say history of violence, but that's not random acts of violence, random acts yes, of violence. Yeah. We're going to do the comic book that Brett had mentioned recently. I'm going to read that so we can both talk about that. And then the, uh, Jay mm-hmm. directed movie, uh, that is a mm-hmm. shutter original. And, uh, I really liked it last year when I saw it and I recommended it to Brent. So we're going to do that movie and then talk a lot about other shutter productions and exclusives that they have. Cause they're an awesome, awesome app. Very impressive. But that's one of my go-to apps here recently. I all, love that. I'll check that before. A lot of other things. So, yeah. yeah, that's cool. It's so well done, and they have so many great titles, and then their originals are, are so so awesome. And uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a really good one. So we're going to do that next week. And um, if you would like to contact us about anything, you know, about Halloween or uh, Halloween Kills or the actual holiday Halloween, whatever, you can uh, mm-hmm. contact us. All the info is in our show notes as usual. You can also uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated so more people can find us and listen to our goofiness. So. Yeah. Or gorge. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was like, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> please gorge for me. Yeah. He's a gorsher. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like those little candies with yeah. uh, juice in them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, I love mm-hmm. those. Well, uh, it was a hell of a lot of fun watching the movie. It was a lot of fun to talk about it with you. And uh, I'm very yeah. intrigued to hear what Mitch has to say. I hope he liked it, but uh, it could go either way. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that as well. So check out check out other episodes, Terror Table and all that. Hopefully there'll be one pretty soon. And uh, Yeah, I, I kind of wondered if Erie International was going to do an I know, episode I on, that on this movie. I haven't, I haven't seen anything on their, their feed uh, regarding it yet. So. Yeah, I'd be very Fingers intrigued. Fingers crossed to, for that as well. Yeah, for their, their opinions too. Even if their opinions are wrong, yeah. um, I do want to hear them. Uh, I am I am intrigued to uh, to get other perspectives on this, so I can uh, double down on my own perspectives right. and never change, never never waver. <laughs> yeah, in my thoughts. That guy is Michael Myers. Clearly, you can see uh-huh. him. We are going to chase after him and kill him. Yes, mm-hmm. do not waver. That's it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. So uh, follow us next week for random acts of violence and our shutter original talks and uh we're looking forward to that and hope everybody enjoyed this movie as much as we did it was a hell of a lot of fun so until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later gosh So on Michael Myers, uh, I saw in this movie there was like uh, a couple of people that played Michael Myers. There was oh, yeah. uh, Nick Castle played the the OG uh-huh. Michael Myers, and then there are two people that did the modern one. I take it just like a regular guy who's um, like I, I guess was like the visual reference for like the modern Michael Myers, and then like oh, a stunt yeah. version uh-huh. of it or whatever. But I also read that like one of them did breathing. For Michael Myers, I was like, "Wow, you really like?" Maybe that was Nick Castle. Maybe that's what they did. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe that's why they brought him back or whatever. But it's so funny. It's like when Vin Diesel uh, plays Baby Groot. Where it's like you could really just get anyone to do oh, Baby yeah, yeah, Groot, right. but like I don't he know still if it's in his contract or yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, no, that's that's him. Yeah, that, I I told you I wanted to do <laughs> yeah. it, and he's gonna do it regardless. Yeah. We'll just change the pitch or whatever. Yeah. But um, I like the idea of of Michael Myers having a specific like breathing sound, a la Darth Vader. Oh yeah! And like they should have like a, a breathe off. It should be sponsored <laughs> by some breath mint company to have a breathe off between the two of them. Are those two breathe like, right pop- strips that go in your nose? Yeah, snoring strips. Oh, Steven, you've done yeah, it. There right? you go. That's that's the allergies coming <laughs> I through. I know. I know. But yeah, it makes sense. It, would help it makes me. a lot of sense. But oh my god. Uh, Breathe Right Strips presents yeah. <laughs> Breathe Off, you know? Michael Myers v. Darth Vader. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be worth it. I'd watch, like, I don't know, maybe, like, four or five hours of that with commercials. Yeah. It's like an ASMR video. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my Sounds God. That's good. <laughs> Just <laughs> hot breathing <Yeah>. in these two <laughs> evil characters. Yeah. Okay. Sure. LTAS presents Hot Breath. Six hours. I already don't like it. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) And they've made it through all these movies where where the other sequels, oh, we have a rogue Amanda. So I got some bakery products. Do you know what it is? No. It's a queen of 
Oh my god, you ever had a queen of mom? Queen of mama? I don't know queen? the words you're saying. I know, right? Queen of queen yeah. of mom? Oh, okay. uh, hi. Queef, queef bomb? <laughs> what? I can't tell you what he said. Mm. It's probably probably for the best. Is he going to take a nap? I'm going to go lay down. Okay. At least. But All I wanted right. to say hi and say yeah. that I was alive. I love you. Love you. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and mark that time down. Interrupted by the wife. 33 and stuff. You gotta get your wife out of the room so you can record. <laughs> I'm great at lyrics. Oh, hello. So sorry. Yeah. Toasted yolk? Yeah. What do you want from it? The cow food? Scrambled? Um, just like a regular breakfast. Regular breakfast? Kind of thing, yeah. Scrambled eggs? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> People are just always trying to feed me. <laughs> Good problem to have. It's well. Do I love my wife? Absolutely. Is she amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she try to give me amazing breakfast food? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I love her for that? I do. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is I love my wife. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Gross. And I'm back All from right. outer space. I saw Vin <laughs> Diesel there, and he looks like a car in your face. <laughs> For the outtakes. Sure. All right. Do you want to just go into your stuff? You're meaning to. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have uh, set aside some hours. No, I'm not going to use that. That's stupid. (laughs) I don't know what I was thought I was doing there. Uh, I'm going to just like start talking about. Okay, so yeah, that concludes all of my uh, mini topic stuff. Um, now, should we just like slide over into Halloween kills? Well, we should, but I, I do have to apologize. I need to take one more break so I can blow my nose. Okay. This is uh, ridiculous, and I, I apologize to you, our fans, and uh, my myself. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Can you get a timestamp of that? Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Hello. <laughs> Did you survive? I just sneezed another like seven times. Damn. Ooh. It's good. I feel great. <laughs> you see how like I'm a, I have really squinty eyes always, but you see this? It's like they're so puffed up. I'm like everything just itches. It's your eyes are so red that it makes on the, the Skype screen here, it makes it seem like you have Solid black eyeballs. <laughs> oh, that's so good for Halloween. Cord. All right, and then I said I stopped you before, and then I said it's fine. I am recording, but like, did I check my Mac to make sure I have enough storage for this? Nope. Do I Uh-oh. have enough storage? Yes. All right. We're yeah, good okay. Go. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. I actually, like, oh, I still have some old podcasts on here. They take up a little bit of space. I had like files from our last like four episodes yeah, on my desktop here. I was like, oh, okay, well, I should probably clear this off. So I, mm-hmm. I did that immediately before we recorded. Because yeah, it does take up a lot of space. That's what you know? I did not do. Mm-hmm. I should have checked that before recording. But, you know, whatever. Here we are. And it's working. And like it's working. listeners know, like 
these episodes are long, so they take up a lot mm. of space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you download the episodes, they will eat up some space on your phone. Um, and then we need 25 ima- gigabytes per episode. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, but on your desktop of your computer. But also, we've got split files for my vocal track, one for oh, yeah. Steven's vocal track, and then uh-huh. the entire GarageBand file that it lives within. So it's like that for each episode plus yeah any any mm-hmm. songs we download yeah i like that it like gets on there and then it's like mm-hmm. it, oh let's just balloon this folder up oh i need pictures this is even in a visual format whatever i need yeah. them yeah there's a lot it's of like why did i there? even subscribe to all of these only fans if i'm not going to <laughs> utilize it for the podcast here's the thing you know you have you like one of those secret folders somewhere for all your porn this you put it in the podcast folder nobody's ever gonna look there man Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever yeah, gonna drill exactly. down that far. People are just going to immediately delete it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is weird because I put all of my podcast files in a file folder called porn. Oh, that's smart. Just so it's like safe, you uh-huh. know. That I don't want to accidentally delete something. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. anything in there, I know it's for keeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if something doesn't post on Tuesday morning, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, did I delete the wrong thing? Oh but man, I'm just yeah. trying to. I'm just trying to make sure everything is is as coherent as possible mm-hmm. by being as confusing as possible That's to people to who are not myself unless i'm tired or i don't know a little tipsy i don't uh-huh. know okay you know whatever papa does on his free time <laughs> is what papa does on his free time you know tr- trying to be like needlessly confusing reminds me of when i was younger and the time would change but i would refuse to change my wristwatch that i wore you'd refuse I was like, I'll, I'll just go ahead and uh, you know what Six months from now, I'll be ahead of the game. I won't have to go back and reset my watch. Thinking I was, like, so smart. But oh, then, yeah. like, I remember my dad was telling me, it was like, honestly, are you going to try to keep up with this, like, hour time difference for the next five months? Just you might as well just change it. And I was like, you know what? He's great. Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> this is stupid. But you do it secretly. Like, you just turn it real quick, and you're like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but I did adjust. You, mm-hmm. you conformed. Yeah. Conforming Brent. And, you know, I have an Apple Watch now, and it just changes with wow. my phone and everything else, so it just does it automatically. The and future. really, that's all I ask, you know? I just don't want to have to, like, change. Like, if you have to set your time forward, that's uh-huh. that's one thing. That's easy. That's, like, what, two button presses or whatever? Whereas, if you have to change it back, you have to, like, cycle through all the other numbers, and that's just way too much effort. Yeah, so, that makes sense. You know what? I'm retroactively agreeing with my younger self. <laughs> It's okay. too much of a pain in the ass. But it's all about the time change itself. Mm-hmm. It's not like about, my, like, that the fact that daylight savings time exists. You just don't like to actually have to physically change a watch. Yeah, like, if my power goes out in my house and I have to adjust my r- microwave uh-huh. uh, clock or whatever, I don't have to, like, cycle through all these numbers. Like, if I see that happen, I'm like, oh, God, I'll <sighs> get around to this, and we'll, like, just sit flash. there for, like, days at a time. <laughs> And what I've been doing here most recently uh, is forcing myself, as soon as I notice it, to do it immediately, because oh, wow. otherwise I'll, I'll take from My wife won't ever do it. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, is she is she on you about that? But she's not. Mm-hmm. She'll just let you sit and suffer until you do it? More or less, yeah. Now, we have a Keurig here. Uh, coffee is the, the god I worship here. I think it's and, pronounced uh, Keyring. Keyring, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some silent letters up there. Uh-huh. Um, but I will, like, go through, because it's set on a timer to, uh-huh. like, when I get up to, like, at least turn on or whatever, I'm like, 
I definitely have to make sure this is up and running by the time I slither my ass out of bed mm. in the morning. Yeah. So because I'm setting that one, I'm like, fuck, I'll go ahead and do the microwave. Wow. Well, I'm big here. Boy. You know, yeah, I know. Super it's adult responsibility. Uh huh. Yeah. Spider-Man really nice. taught me this. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson I got from Uncle Ben's death. Oh, to set your time, your clocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> if he had set, if maybe he was on the wrong time, and that's why he mm-hmm. got murdered. You know, he he didn't follow daylight savings time. He was like, oh, I got to be at the bank at nine, but it was actually eight, mm-hmm. and he would have saved his own life if he had changed his clocks. That's the maybe that's the key. It's a harsh lesson to learn, but it is one to learn. Yeah. L- learn from Ben's example. Uh. Yeah. His life mistakes. Let's say. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but he's uh-huh. kind of a bad. He, he kind of deserved it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it was his own fault for getting murdered. Well, also it's like reality's fault for having us deal with the the time change. That's true. To begin with, it sucks. I don't like it. No one likes it. No one's happy about it. Yeah, I and it's it's getting ready to happen soon. That's the thing. I was like, yeah, and then October is. I don't know when they actually fall. Like what? What? Who chooses the dates? I don't mm-hmm. know. If it's always the same date. It, uh, but it ends on November 7th, so it is coming mm, up soon. Okay, okay And then yeah. it'll start getting dark at like 6, which I love. Oh, my God. It's my no. favorite. No. That's like when I get off work. I know, so and it's, it's like, like, no daylight for you. It's pitch fucking black, and I've got zero time to do anything. And Vin Diesel's over there in the parking lot. <laughs> what? Because pitch black. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My mind immediately went to Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, of I'm course. Like, what? You're like, yeah. what? Is he gonna race uh-huh. me? Yeah. I live. I live further than a quarter mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you did come out and Vin Diesel was in your parking lot? Would you race him? Uh, I feel like I would have to. You know. Would you win? Just as no, I would not win. <laughs> but I, at least I could tell people like, yeah, I raced Vin Diesel. Nobody. Mm-hmm. What? If, that'd be great. He did like the Bill Murray. If he was like raced people randomly and just after he smoked everybody he just looked over and was like nobody will believe you and he just drives mm-hmm. off yeah wow and I'd be like I, what'd you say I can't your your voice <laughs> is deeper <laughs> than your exhaust <laughs> I can't understand none of that made sense to me yeah man I don't know uh, what I would do in that situation I don't think my my old Camry would uh, would race him very well I don't have it souped up you know yeah Mm-hmm. It would be fun if you had like one of those lime scooters or whatever. Oh yeah! What if you like <laughs> you smoked his ass because he was like caught at a light <laughs> in like heavy traffic or whatever? Uh, yeah, that'd be rad. That would. Be, well, is he on a mm-hmm. scooter too? No, he would be like in his normal human car, oh, whatever that would be, whatever yeah. he drives. What if his like his actual real life car is just like sucks? You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's driving like. An 87 minivan or something. Oh, I'd love something that. like that, you know? Like, he has kids. Maybe he's just like, look, I like to drive these cars in these movies, but that's like, that's when I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. This is like functional for me. I gotta drop these kids off at school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If he became like a uh, a spokesperson for like, um, like the Mini Coopers. Oh, yeah. Or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, I drive fast cars in the day. Or for my day job, but then at mm-hmm. night I drive a Volvo. It's like, yeah, oh, interesting. Vin Diesel's the new Volvo guy. Interesting. And then like the uh, the people watching the commercials were all collectively like, "What did he say? I can understand what he said." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I think it was just like, I think they backed up a car exhaust to a microphone and recorded it, you know? Man, what if over time it wasn't about them going to space, but it was about them transforming into cars? Like, like the, the actual humans? Yeah. Because, like, what if oh my God. Whole, what if that's what it is? Like, <laughs> maybe, like, holy shit, holy like, shit, holy shit. So, so like in Tusk, you know, yeah. <laughs> but for cars. <laughs> What if Ben Diesel ends the the whole franchise like episode eleven, and he's like a car and like a a little junkyard, and he's like, oh, I can't believe I did this to myself, <laughs> you know? What an elevator pitch, by the way. Like, like Tusk, but for cars. Like I'm in, I'm in. Let's let's ride this bitch back up. We gotta we gotta talk some more about this. But I I do like the idea of the reality that the fast and furious world takes place in eventually becomes cybertron because yes. all of these car racers just start grafting yeah. they like start experimenting on their like tej is out there with like a spot welder <laughs> trying to <laughs> try to weld together like a suit of armor on on roman yes. but then it just like you know they uh it just turns into like a whole debacle but, you know, over time, yeah, he's able to nail it. In my head, it'd be like, uh, I was thinking about the movie Hook the other day, when the Lost Boys hmm. try to get ready for the war with the, with the pirates, and they just have, like, sheets of bamboo with, like, spray paint on them, and they just walk through them, and it, it has, like, full armor that, like, attaches yeah. to their body, but it's like, Tej has just made a wall of car parts, and you just walk through it, and whatever you get, <laughs> you know, is, like, your armor. Yeah. But then they're like, man, this stuff is kind of hard to move, and he's like... I got you, bro. And he's giving them mm-hmm. all wheelies, shoes. That's the uh, beginning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then they need bigger wheels. And mm-hmm. that's how they slowly start becoming cars. I love it. Man. I love this. I, I want to live in this reality. It sounds so great, much. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, in the subsequent Transformers movies, uh-huh. they can reflect back on the early, like, the first yes. Transformers or whatever. And you see, like, a mountain with... Michelle Rodriguez's head next to Vin Diesel's <laughs> next to <laughs> Paul Walker's head. You know? Of course. Like, yeah. You bring it back next to that, yeah. that captain and, and too fast, too furious. That's drinking the fancy cappuccinos and it's just, oh, yeah. Slurping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really like that guy's yeah. on the mountain. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a vital, vital. You, you don't even know what he was doing in the background, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's very he's important. The strings. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, did we come up with a sync word in there? I don't think so. Um, you know what? Uh, how about exhaust throat? Exhaust throat? Uh-huh. Oh. For Vin Diesel's exhausty sounding That vocals. sounds great. Mm-hmm. And if I may permit, a little sexy. Yeah, it'll like rumble your nards right <laughs> off your body. <laughs> that's the goal. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what everybody, every guy wants. You know what? Uh, let's pivot. How about Rumble Nards? Rumble Nards. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. Rumble yeah. Nards. Okay. He's my favorite uh, story time little troll <laughs> character. <laughs> Rumble Stiltskin? No. Rumble Get Nards. You never here. heard of him? His cousin. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Jersey. Fantastic. Rumble Nards. Yeah. Man, we got to write that children's book. Yeah. Fantastic. People will love it. Yeah. It'll sell one copy mm-hmm. to each of us. Two exactly. copies. Hey. That's two copies. We just doubled our output <laughs> and our income. I'm not sure how this works, but I think we just got rich. Yeah. Fantastic. 
It's interesting. All right. Rumble Nards. All right. Rumble Nards on three to sync. One, two, three. Rumble Rumble Nards. Nards. Oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. Man, you said that like the the guy that's probably running the uh, junkyard that the transformations take place in. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's oh, one of the he's one of the first transformers that's like just just built out of parts and comes to life. You oh. know, he, there, he he would he did not previously exist in humanoid form. So there's some AI involved in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Joel Osment's back. Oh wow. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, isn't there like a some like adult robot that is like trying to fuck him or something like that? And what? And what? In AI, uh, wh- oh, what's his name from uh, Jude Law? Yeah. Well, he's a sex bot. I think he's trying to help him though, not fuck uh, him. Oh, okay. But that is the line. Yeah. You know that's why you don't trust adults, Ooh. strangers, yikers. You never know if they're just an AI robot trying to help you out or trying to fuck you. Mm-hmm. I guess. The that's why we should. Like, I guess that would be my biggest fear. Uh-huh. From like being single again is like oh my god, is this is an AI sex robot trying to take advantage of me. <laughs> Here we that go. That would be your biggest fear, but my, single. my biggest fear. I guess I'll just stay married. You never know what's out there. Yeah, <laughs> better play it safe. Stay here with this person that doesn't really like me around all these knives. Mm-hmm. That, seems like that sounds great. Plan. Mm, she watches a lot of murder shows too. Interesting. Yeah. She, she was uh, as we were like folding laundry before we uh, came in here to record, or I came in here to record. She was listening to a murder podcast. I was like, there mm, you go, trying to pick up some tips. Yeah, early in the morning. Okay, she doesn't mm-hmm. need him though, right? Doesn't she already have a plan? Uh, I'm sure. You know, yeah. you've been listening to these for years, so uh-huh. you know. I, th- I feel like it's just like positive reinforcement at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Well, I hope you survive till at least the next episode. Yeah, we'll see. Because we have some stuff planned. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. You have to tell her that. That's going to keep you alive, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. After November 2nd, then we're all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, you can murder me then. <laughs> yeah. I'm just rolling into these Halloween just, movies. Honestly, <laughs> just get me before the time change. That's all I ask. <laughs> You're like, I would actually thank you so I don't have to change my clock. That'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. I just simply do not have the time. She's going to spite you and do it like November 10th just to be like. Oh <laughs> after, after I finally changed the clocks. Yes. Yeah. She'll make mm-hmm. you do it one last time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, she's evil. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Yeah. My body turns up. Mm, send, the, <laughs> send the police to question her. That's all, That's all I would say. What? What? L-P-A-S.